to Church Jams Now. Church Jams yeah. Now. I wanted to do this because we never... I got too many things open. <laughs> in your brain? Yes. Dude, I'm in a huge, straight up, like, ADD fog today. I, like, cannot concentrate on a single thing. I respect that. This all needs to stay in the episode. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Relatable like, yeah. content right there. Uh, Quality. Yeah. Right. Welcome to Trish Hams now. Uh, wait. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. It well, we make it. We are faking it till right. we're till we're making it. <laughs> I'm struggling today. I need help. Someone please help me. We're here with you, bud. We got mm-hmm. you. Thanks. Um Yeah, so this is Church Jams Now. This is a show. If you've never listened before, welcome. Uh this is a show where three former youth group kids and current music nerds do deep dives on Christian music of the nineties and two thousands and see if they still hold up today. I am one of your hosts, Kylan Savage. And with me, I have my co-host, Mr. Who's it going to be? <laughs> TJ Smith. <laughs> hey, TJ here. What's up, y'all? Awesome. And along with him, we have our beautiful producer, Josh Olson. Mm. Hey, thanks. Beautiful. <laughs> you are, you, still going. Is that week, just going to be every week? Every week, you stun me with your beauty. Every, every two weeks. That's true. This will record every week. Well, we talk every week. That's true. So. That's true. And hey, if you cool. heard a voice, I don't know if we're going to cut it or not, but you may have heard a voice that did not sound like one of the three of us. And if you're wondering, who the heck is that? We have a new guest this week, Faith Rugen. Welcome. Hi. Woo. <laughs> hey. Hello. Faith. Thank, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Thanks for having me. Really excited to be here. It's super rad. So you have a podcast. I do. I do. You want to tell us a little bit about it? pitch it sure so my podcast is called enjoy the sass um it's a podcast where i like to say we talk about everything and then we throw in a little sass along the way so um it's about four years old now and actually i have the honor and privilege of having your beautiful producer as my beautiful producer and engineer as well (laughs) um josh is josh is just the best and he makes me sound so much better than i ever possibly could so we have a lot of fun over there and yeah it's great that's so cool yeah i think we're we're gonna come on your podcast soon right yes very soon yeah we are very very i have no idea wait i'm i apologize in advance (laughs) i'm excited to have you guys well you'll see what i I mean by the end of this i was gonna say kylan i'm surprised that you haven't been on her podcast yet with all the sass that you bring to ours. Hey. I do bring I do I do bring it's the sass. It's crazy that you haven't been on there yet. You know? know. We're just waiting so. for the right time. That's right. That's right. We'll make it happen. Well, I already completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> I need TJ, I need your help. I need your help, man. Help me out. I got out, you. Please. Man, okay. Well, Faith is here. Faith is here today, I think, because there was a specific record that was chosen that she wanted to bring to the table yeah. for us to cover in this volume so i'm just super curious you know kind of what why you picked this record you might just tell it tell us a little bit about it you know we might get into some band history but i also i'm i'm mostly just excited to hear why you brought this to our lovely humble little podcast faith yeah so before i tell you what album i guess um the reason i started listening to y'all's podcast a i love to support my friends josh told me about this podcast 
And I was like, this sounds amazing because I grew up in the, you know, the CCM life like you guys did and have very distinct memories of listening to all of these records. Now, I wasn't the like cool like pop punk emo kid uh, so didn't i didn't listen like to some of yeah not not quite um i'm more sat in the mercy me newsboys third day casting crowns vibe and you could throw in like zoe girl and the the girl groups in there too yeah. um, barlow girl in, all, all the yes, girls yes yes <laughs> yeah. all the girls um super chick yes all of Gosh. that that was where i sat um in that in that era of time so I have very fond memories of those days of my life of listening to CDs with my dad specifically in the car. And then Mm. I grew up at a home church and we would sing some of these songs, you know, um, with like two guys playing guitar on a Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. So like I have I have some very visceral memories of a lot of this music. And so when when I was hoping that one day I would get asked to come on the podcast, I was like well what would i talk about and probably mercy me so the album we're talking about is mercy me almost there um and yeah uh, come to find out it's like 20 years old now which is Mm -hmm. insane to me to (laughs) think about um yeah and i'm sure we'll get into all of that more but this album specifically it's been a long time since i've listened to it and so i was excited to like go back and revisit it but I, like I said, very, very distinct memories of listening to this album in the car with my dad or singing the songs in church, you know, or hearing them like in Lifeway back in yes, the day. Yes, I feel so. like, I feel like yes. <laughs> yeah. every single episode, yeah. one of us has to bring up Lifeway Christian bookstores. Like <laughs> yes, that is true. like. I love it. It's, it's making yes. a recurring appearance. It is yeah. like such an For important. Real. So. Uh, it has such an important place in the history of so many like youth group kids of yes, just like, it really that's does. where you got all your yeah. music. Like that's just where it, yeah. it's the only place right, you exactly. could buy music. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So yeah, we're talking about yeah. uh, the 2001. So it's over 20 years old, right? This came out at 2001 album, almost there by mercy me. Yeah. Last August. Uh, before we get a little more into it, Josh, you want to tell us a little bit sort of about the band Mercy Me? I would love to, yes. Uh, They are originally from Edmond, Oklahoma. They formed in 1994. um, So almost there was their first record that was signed to like a major label. But prior to this, they'd released six albums independently before signing, which I thought was very like, because we talked about that on the Sanctus Real episode that they had like three independent albums, which... I feel like right. that, that gives me some respect for them that they like were six. hustling and making it on their own. Right. Um, also, I just six I just albums. Like, so like 1994. Really curious about like how a independent CCM band functions because in in my brain, like all of my experience of like before getting signed to like a quote unquote major label is just like y- you play in like dirty punk venues and bars and stuff it's like so how do you sustain like an independent ccm band for six years i got two words for you kylan youth camp mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah yep. but but to your point kylan it's, it's not like like you played in 
the local music scene in Arkansas and Florida and Texas, and you are not just running across like CCM right. underground CCM right, bands exactly. in it's your like, venues I feel like too. You're... Like that's not a thing. So right, I to your point, that is a very interesting thing. It's it's niche, one hundred percent. That niche. they would exist for that long. Yeah, yeah, it's just wild to me. Big respect to them for sticking through it, and then I mean, it obviously paid off for sticking through. The members for this, I feel like I don't know. To me, this may be a little a little bit maybe a little mean but for like ccm bands i'm like i don't know if your members are as important because i feel like musically you're kind of just bringing how much how much variety are you bringing from right. like say a yeah. third day from a casting crown kind of sound right so yeah, very true and maybe that's just some things that some like stigmas and some preconceived notions i have to work through for that so like i have the members and i think most of these members are like Longtime members, or were in the band for a long time, but the main one, I think we're going to talk about him a little bit later. Um, and the most famous of them is Bart Millard, who's the lead vocalist, um, wrote the song because uh, we'll probably get into they made a movie about his life. Oh boy, will we get into it? <laughs> yeah, so. I forgot about the movie. Oh boy, I did oh not. Trust me, I got. I, we, we will get there. Wow. Trust Speaking me, we of will get there. You cried in. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, for different reasons, for very different uh-huh. reasons. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so that's basically it about the band. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go into a little bit about the album. So like we said, it was released August 14th of 2001. So it's a little over 20 years now uh, on INO Records. INO Records? I know. I don't know. Same record label that has like Sonic Flood, uh, Sarah Groves, Derek Webb, a lot of CCM, pretty mm-hmm. standard stuff. It was produced by another pretty big CCM producer, uh, Peter Kipley, who uh, worked with Phil Wickham for a long time, did some Cutlass, Rebecca St. James, Salvador. Pretty standard fanfare as far as like production and label, basically what right. you're doing. I feel like a lot, of, a lot of this era, CCM2 could be a little like mix and match. It's all like a little. <laughs> yes. A little yeah. Like who's producing the album? It's probably going to sound the same as who other CCM producer is. Producer number two is going to do the album. Realistically, this album, we're mostly talking about I Can Only Imagine, right? You can only imagine what? <laughs> I can only imagine... Which track that, are you that imagining? Josh and TJ... Faith, I don't know about you, but I can only imagine that Josh and TJ can't name another song from this record. <laughs> 100%. You know, that's probably true for me. To be honest, I thought this album was called I Can Only Imagine right, okay. for a while. So Yeah. So... <laughs> yeah. So... We got to talk about it. I'm scratching my head. And we got to talk about yeah. I Can Only Imagine. Yeah. This song was huge. Have to. It, it's like the biggest yes. Christian song of all time, right? It is. Yeah. Yes. The highest selling Christian single of all time. Oh, wow. Just the song itself has been certified platinum, platinum, which is one million sales in the US four times over. Other songs in that caliber are Hey Jude by The Beatles. Hound Dog by Elvis, <laughs> White Christmas by Bing Crosby. So it's in wow. that, like it's in that echelon of songs. Just that a little is tune. insane. You probably never heard it. Yeah, yeah. And those songs are what White Christmas probably what sixty years old. Oh, for Elvis, sure. Elvis, uh, yeah. Hound Dog is yeah. like seventy, mm-hmm. and this is only twenty years old. That's and amazing. Just that wow. is blew Wild. up the charts. So, like everyone so. heard this song. The one thing I know like thinking about that track is just like how many times I heard it on the radio. Like the frequency with which it came on was like 
nails on a chalkboard and then like the number of years that I, that it would still you know get in the rotation i was just like we're still i feel still like they still this? play yeah. it in yeah. 2022 i yeah. feel like it's still if you turn on what is it caleb caleb all right there's there. your other church jams now ding, bingo ding, ding. card a, yeah. <laughs> we talk about caleb yeah, we and should, life i was gonna say we should do a little mercy me bingo yeah that's solid <laughs> that's that's nicer than a drinking game <laughs> <laughs> church the now. church champs now equivalent bingo slash drinking game um yeah dude this song i i don't know i loved this song when it came out but i was also i was 11 yeah. did so you like i didn't know any better right like <laughs> yeah I, the 11 amount of year old kylan wasn't sassy about mercy well, knees no, guitar for guitar Jesus, for Jesus at AOL.com was not was oh. not uh, not criticizing uh, or thinking critically about music the way I am now. That's fair. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, I, I'm really curious to like listen to the rest of this album. I can't wait. I'm I'm a little nervous. I don't even have words. <laughs> He's I have nothing speechless. to say. Speechless. I yeah. Well, it's it's new cuz we haven't done this much of a CCM album yet on the podcast. So this yeah. is kind of new territory yeah. for us. I was Very thinking true. the same yeah. thing. Yeah. The closest would be Jesus Freak and even that was like Yes. Definitely. Yes. Not really even A fantastic episode. CCM. May I say oh, thank you. Well. We didn't know what the hell we were doing, but we're getting there. I loved it though. <laughs> that was the thing. I was like this is nothing i've ever heard in the best way oh i appreciate yes. that and also i hadn't listened to jesus freak probably since ever, it was a flop so right was and ended so up being we, a flop for us it was a great episode to start with because i was like oh jesus freak is gonna be well that's what we both loss. predicted and then right, we, we both were like as i listened to the episode yeah, i was like yeah. this flops hard yeah, not great doesn't really hold <laughs> it, up it no really yeah. does but i'm so glad that that we just broke the thing open with that yeah. album yes that was like yes that was a lot of fun yeah i'm really excited for this album to be your first like hardcore traditionally ccm album yeah. <laughs> i really hope that this goes well for us <laughs> but the thing is well, yeah. well this is why it's perfect though because even if it doesn't i i think it's going to be interesting to say the least. It's yes. going to be an interesting yes. experiment. Oh, yeah. And I'm so glad we're all on board for it. We're all here together experiencing. I'm ready for it. The bug nuts insanity that will be. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Listening yes. to a true so CCM good. album. So, okay. Besides hearing this song like everywhere. Do you guys, do any of you guys have any like specific mercy me? Not even necessarily this album. Uh, but just like mercy me memories like did any of you guys see them like at your church or anything like that they were they were like the band that was too <laughs> that was like too big time yeah for for, for me to ever see them i think at, yeah i think i feel the same anything. way i feel like it was like my dad's band like like i said <laughs> If you knew my dad, Jerome, that's his name, by the way. Shout out. Um, what up, Jerome? What up, Jerome? He's great. Um, he is the guy who listened to, and still to this day, not going to lie, I heard him playing some Third Day the other day in his office. Third so day. I grew up like driving in the car, listening to, I remember almost there is a, it's yellow, mm -hmm. right? The CD yep. is yellow. 
with like yep. a yep. clock or like a speedometer or something. Amazing. Um, I remember that CD, like seeing it in the car or Vividly. it would be in like the huge CD thing that we had at the house. But I never thought like, oh, I could see them like at a concert ever. Right. Like it seemed like it had, it was a band that had been around forever, which is crazy because kind of they were, but then. This was like their first big official album. Like, did they play so, concerts like at this time? Like, I remember seeing like around know. this time. I remember seeing Newsboys live. I saw DC Talk live. But like, 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 where did they play? Because like, I can only imagine it was so big. But were they just mostly like a studio band or, or? I was gonna say, I wonder if they were just like studio rats and they yeah. loved like making tunes but they didn't tour as much at this was, time was winter jam a thing back then oh yeah i don't know what winter, winter jam know. is was it I, I don't remember when it started Can you all explain winter jam to me it's like warp tour for ccm bands where they all come through but they play like i think it's like 20 minute sets it's like a huge list of artists so and many. they pack them all into one day yeah and it's like they only okay, have time for like so they three did to something like songs that kind of when thing. i lived in florida they did it at disney world called Night of Joy. Oh, wow. And then there's one at Universal Studios too. There was like a one day like Christian wow. music festival, but you also went to Disney World. I bet they made so much money. Well, yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, I remember like <laughs> going on Space world. Mountain and then going to see DC Talk before they broke up and thinking it was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> mm. Are you wow. down with the Space Mountain talk? <laughs> That's good. Yeah, Josh, I can yeah. only imagine Man. where we're going to go on this journey. <laughs> oh, so good. That, that, ju- that junk won't get on old, On this TJ. situation. Keep it going. The yeah. whole, please keep it going the whole time. It won't get oh, old just like the yeah, song. Yeah, can you, you say it more times than it gets played on a K-Love station while we're recording this podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Um, can we talk about this movie? Because I have... Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Because... So like, <laughs> go go for it, Kyla. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So opinions. we're getting into. So I, I decided to pivot a little bit because yeah, I personally I don't have a lot of memories from this album, and we'll get into you know yeah. before we finish this part our predictions on whether it'll be a flop or a bop. But insane movies is a lot more in my wheelhouse, <laughs> so. I wanted to pivot a little bit. Honestly, say And talk about (laughs) the I Can Only Imagine movie. The 2018, this movie came out four years ago about the making of the song I Can Only Imagine. Now the question, have have any of you guys seen this movie? Yes. You've seen it. Josh, TJ? Yes. (laughs) No way. Okay. No way. I was barely aware (laughs) of it. Okay, but listen, dude. I saw it in maybe 2020, if that helps. I mean, this movie, it, it starred freaking Dennis Quaid, mi- yes. Mr. Oh, Frequency yeah. himself, <laughs> as he... Yes. <laughs> I don't know, Frequency yes. was the first nice. Dennis Quaid movie that like popped in my head. That yes. is um, an interesting one. I know, I know, it's head, a weird yeah. one, but that's like a weird, like, I have like a weird memory of that movie. Cloris Leachman is in this movie. Trace yes. Adkins, yes. like Trace the country Adkins music, is in <laughs> yes, is in yes. this movie, and this reminds me. Like, get out yeah. of here! Oh, oh my uh, gosh, so good. Priscilla Shire, it's too. insane to me. Shot, it's yeah. all it, yeah. Okay, that's crazy. So like, I just <sighs> listen. 
I just have a little bit of a soapbox to get on about movies that are made about events that happened in our lifetime. Wait, hang on. Like in... (laughs) Okay, here's your soapbox. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now, brothers and sisters, listen to me. Tell us. I, I just, I don't understand. Like, this is a movie about a dude that's just like ostensibly just like walk. Yes, I understand that it's like a money grab, but I don't, I don't understand why these movies need to be made beyond, I, I, I don't know. It just, it, it bums me out from an artistic perspective. Yes. Like, like when so much money is put into the, although, okay, I get it because this movie only cost $7 million to make. That's nothing. And do you guys have any idea how much money it made? I'm going to say. I have an idea. Oh. I'm going to say over, over three figures million. Okay. That's my safe assumption. Like. Over three, right, like a right. hundred million. I'm gonna million? say at least that. Oh, I was thinking fifty. Okay, Josh. Kylan, are you what? talking? How, do how you have much a guess? Oh, okay. did it make? Oh, do I have a guess? Well, yeah. I have a little inside information from. I don't have a ballpark number, but in, when I was doing research for this episode, from I found an article that was posted probably around the time this movie came out, so it could have been a couple years old at this point. But it was talking about that this was like the maybe like the fourth or third or fourth highest grossing music biopic movie. It's the fifth, the fifth? highest grossing music that's biopic. Like everything. The, that's that's yes. not just Christian made, biopics. Okay. That's insane. No, every, that includes Walk the Line, Ray. The Elton John movie. The, yeah. The Rocket Rhapsody. Man, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, all of that. It made 86. It's now fourth, actually. Oh my actually. God, that is insane. It, I just I just Wikipedia. It the, made eighty six million dollars, guys. Wow, wow, that is insane. It, wow. What is ostensibly just like a Hallmark movie? Oh god, like it really is. It has all of the characteristics of Hallmark. Like movie. I don't know what to do right now. Like, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Need to talk to somebody. Oh, I have three someone's. I'm going to talk to you guys. What? How does this? Yes. What this, is happening? We're here for that. Is this like in the same? I want to know how does this compare to like the God's Not Dead franchise? Like, right. is it bigger than oh, that? I think God's or is Not like Dead. If you, I don't know. I if don't... you totaled all three together, it would have to be bigger, I guess. But it's those aren't technically like a biopic. Is it biopic? Biopic? Biopic. Biopic. Okay. Yeah, because it's not. A bio. I'm thinking it's of not, biopsy. Oh yeah, no, it, it made more, it made more money than the first God's wow. Not Dead. Actually, it, it made more money yeah, than all than all the God's Not Dead. I made about the same as all the God's Not Dead what, combined. God's Not Dead did in three Whoa. movies. Mercy Me did in one. <laughs> yeah, that's <great>. insane. <laughs> I can only imagine why. Hey, you're still laughing. Oh, man. I wish you had a little... That was a good one, TJ. Right? got to give that we'll, one we'll, to you. We'll add it in post. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take a drink. Oh, that's so good. Oh, man. Okay. That's amazing. So, I I had an idea today. And you guys let me know if we want to do this or if we want to cut oh, this or, or what. But since we're talking about... Since this was the fourth highest grossing music biopic of all time 
and I didn't know what the hell else to talk about in terms of Mercy Me. Uh, I've yeah. got a little fun quiz for everybody. Oh, let's do it. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> oh, do. We're I'm gonna all do about a quiz. Music biopic quotes. This is. Good. We got five questions. Oh. I'm gonna give you a little scene. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna read you a little quote from a famous music biopic, and I need you guys to guess what music biopic it's from. Are, the end of that? Are we? Uh, is there a, a spectrum of era that we're working in? Like, just think of the big ones. Okay. Right. I got five okay. of them. Okay. 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 All right. Let's do it. Here we go. Question one: Your fans are church folk, Christians. They don't want to hear you singing to a bunch of murderers and rapists trying to cheer them up. Well, me, they're me, not me. Christians then. Faith, what you got? It's walk the line. Boom. Very right nice. there with the buzzer. Good Walk words. the line. All right. Here's number two. Always remember your promise to me. Never let nobody or nothing turn you into no cripple. Mm. Is that Ray? That is Ray. Faith oh, coming God. in. Right. Come on, you guys got to buzz in, in if you know it. Listen, that th- that film degree coming in hot <laughs> yeah. today. This is why we All right, needed this, you this on, one on the pod. is a couple people going back and forth. Okay. Let's go and punch a hole in the roof of Wembley Stadium. Actually, Wembley Stadium doesn't have a roof. Then we'll punch a hole in the sky. Here's a hint. This one came out the same year as I can only imagine. I'm going to guess the Elton John one. That's a good guess, but you're wrong. Is it Bohemian Rhapsody? Though? It is Bohemian yeah, Rhapsody. That was going to be my guess. <laughs> they do the Rite Aid thing there? Yeah, at yeah. Wembley Stadium. Mm-hmm. I thought the Wembley Stadium thing would be a... Yeah, I, I should know better music easy. history to recognize that. I, I am gonna admit that I couldn't remember the name of the Queen movie. You could have just said like, the Queen movie. I was like movie. the Queen movie. Iconic, the you should have just said it. No, I didn't want to sound it. dumb. Cause, cause so here I am explaining. Wiping the floor with you guys. You sound dumb <laughs> by not answering. Well, I'm I'm kind of dumb. Dang. I even tried to like hold off on that one. <laughs> Thanks, I know. Appreciate I could that. see. <laughs> Take us. To try to give you a chance. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Question number four. Dreams don't pay the bills. Nothing good comes from them. All it does is. Wait, that can't be right. I got this from the IMDb page. This oh can't boy. be the actual line. <laughs> oh Dreams boy. don't pay the bills. Nothing good comes from them. All it does is keeping you from knowing what is real. Mm-mm. That's got to be this one. Yeah, it feels like this. What? That's, I can only imagine. That's Randy Quaid. Or Dennis Quaid. 100%. That's not Randy Quaid. It's Dennis Quaid. Randy Quaid, <laughs> What if it was Randy Quaid? That's Randy Quaid. What if it was Randy Quaid? I would love if I can only imagine oh, starting no. Randy Quaid. <laughs> yes, you're right, Josh. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. Josh got one one point Yikes, on the board. Yikes. What a thing to say. Oh. I know. Well, because that's the whole thing of this movie, right? Is like his yeah, dad his is dad. like. Yeah. Like Dennis Quaid plays his like. Abusive m- father. Yeah. I just. I, I, don't, I don't know. It is. <laughs> <laughs> all right here we go all right take last question Number last five. question here we go music biopic you think we don't know what you're talking about when you say take my hand what do you mean it's about holding hands you watch your mouth you know who's got hands the devil and he uses them for holding <laughs> whoa is this another dennis quaid music biopic <laughs> the one about jerry lee lewis <laughs> that you know that's a good guess oh is it the 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 Elton John the Rocket Man one? No. Is it Walk oh. Hard? 
It is wild card. Oh, I was oh hoping God. that you oh, would throw totally in a wild card quote. Yes. That was a guess. that is totally made up. You know who's got hands? The devil. And he uses them for holding. <laughs> Oh, wow. Goodness. So good. Mm. Yeah. Well, thanks for doing my goofy little game. Wow. That was excellent. It worked out perfect, too, because Faith game. is a huge movie person. So this was a great segment. I'm clearly really great at trivia. So do we have anything else to talk about in terms of Mercy Me or Almost There? Nope. I, no. I, got nothing. I just can't wait to listen to it <laughs> so that I have more things to say. For real. Okay, so I think that leads us to our best guesses do we think this album almost there by mercy me is it going to be a flop or a bop should we let our guest answer first please wow i really hope that it's a bop like just for the nostalgia factor i really hope it's still a bop i can only imagine has been going and going in my head this whole time right that's great i so i have a question for you faith um yes like what what would be like your personal criteria for whether an album is a flop or a bop? That's a great question. That is a fantastic question. Um, you know, I think to me, what I use this criteria for, for is like for movies and for music probably too, would be, does it still hold that same like tug in my heart? Mm -hmm that I can that I have like of the memory of it you know like when I listen to it am I gonna feel the same way that I think that I'm gonna feel if that makes sense because right now so it's a real yeah, it's a real like emotional kind of tug yes like, for you. yes okay. yeah a lot of music and a lot of movies for me are um nostalgic and emotional and so I think what my head is saying in is that it needs to hold that same feeling when I actually am like sitting down with it as it does when I'm just thinking about right. it. Yes. That makes sense. That's a cool. very yeah. great way of looking at it. For real. Yeah. That makes more sense to me than, than TJ's patented <laughs> thumb system. Hey, don't you knock the thumb system. I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking it. It's just really complicated. <laughs> it's real. Yeah. Because there's a total of two. So, there's two you thumbs. You can get a half thumb. <laughs> It's it's tricky, man. You'll figure it out. You'll get oh, there. Oh, that's incredible. It's an aspirational bop. Okay, yeah, aspirational bop. TJ, what do you think? Do you think this album's going to be a flop or a bop? Oh, man. Um, I, oh, man. I, I, I recently heard advice about being unequivocally honest, and I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to take that advice. I, I think this one's going to flop for me, y'all, just for me personally. I did not listen to Mercy Me other than that's what feels. came on the radio and right. what they played at church. Um, so there's not going to be any of that emotional or nostalgic pull for me. Mm-hmm. If there right. was, mm-hmm. I could totally see this being a bop. I really think that could, that but could you're going to come in a lot it. more like analytically, like sort of like, yeah. mm-hmm. like yeah. mm-hmm. music minded. Exactly. So knowing that I would love to be surprised. I would love for it to surprise me. So I'll try to be as objective as I can, but I, I do think it's going to flop. All right. Josh, Josh, what do you think? Well, I also don't have any other emotional ties or I don't know any of the songs off this album other than I Can Only Imagine, which even if you were a fan of that song, it probably got played to death for you. So it's like, it's one of those things. And 
I'm interested to get into the album because I don't know what else it could hold. I'm hopeful that there's like something else I might like. I've heard other Mercy Me songs from like later in their career because they're mm-hmm. still big in CCM and they've only gotten bigger, like to where they have a lot of other popular songs. That's not just like on this album where it's just the one. Right. Um, but yeah, like kind of what you were talking about with TJ, I, I don't know if there's going to be really anything to discover like musically that they're doing. Cause I mean, CCM, especially CCM in like the early 2000s, 90s CCM was kind of a little wacky because you had Newsboys, you had DC Talk, but around the two, mid or the early 2000s and then on, I feel like it just got really just, it's all just kind of the same. You can expect the same four chords. It's similar sound, mm-hmm. similar production. So I don't know if there's even going to be anything musically or production wise that's going to be like catch me off guard that I'm going to be like, oh, that was a cool like borrowed chord or a cool effect that they had on here or something no, that, or a different surprises. arrangement yeah right, especially right. when you consider arrangement everything is going to be just verse chorus verse chorus bridge chorus like because that's what mm. sell that's what that that's what goes on caleb so i would like for <laughs> something to surprise me with this album but i don't think it will and i expect it to be a flop wow what? okay what? kylan what? what are you thinking man well, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you need TJ. I think he needs a soapbox yeah. again. <laughs> no. Bring it back. See, Faith, I told you. By the time this is over, you're you're gonna regret getting us on your podcast. So <laughs> no, I love. Okay, it. listen, everybody. I know I'm like the vibe guy, right? Yes. I have a theory. I have a theory about this album that if for whatever reason. So I'm really going to pay attention to lyrics on this record. I I I, yes. I do not pay I'm I pay attention to no lyrics, but I think what I think Josh made a very salient point in that the arrangement is going to be incredibly boring. It's going to be just something that we're just so used to hearing. But when I personally think about the conceit of the song I can only imagine, it is wild to me. Like, it's not, like, a worship song in the way of, like, like, it's not, I don't know. It's it's, it's not, kind of navel-gazy. It's, it's, but it's also, like, hey, I can't, I can only imagine what it's going to be like when I die and I go see Jesus. Right. Like, like That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, yeah, that that's a little. It's not a worship right, exactly. song. Right, exactly. It's not actually, like, a worship song. It's kind of sci-fi a little bit. A little bit, yes. Yeah, there's, like, this, like, w- weird, like fantasy element to it that Mm -hmm. i'm i'm very curious if if they can keep up a slight amount of that sort of like weirdness lyrically Mm. Mm -hmm. i'm also thinking it if it will be weird like that song is weird you might dig it. Yes, because, okay, so, I mean, like we said, like, that song has been played to death. I haven't actually, like, sat down and, like, analyzed that song the way we tend to do on this podcast. But just sort of generally Not thinking yet. about it, I think if the rest of the record can have a little bit of that weirdness, it might end up being a bop. Um, because my, my criteria for what's a flop or a bop, I think, changes day to day it also (laughs) depends on what happens in this next week in my life (laughs) but 
I'm going to say like Faith. You're I, saying I, you're not an objective ironclad judge of each album every time? <laughs> no. Okay. Got it. Thanks. Uh, the honesty. Yeah. I love it. Me and TJ, I, I'm right there with you with the honesty thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say like Faith. I'm going to say it's a, an aspirational bop. Also, okay. if only for the sake of drama. Yeah. Yeah, I like that we're evenly <laughs> divided here. I like we're creating it. some I like real it. tension here. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm nothing if not yes. a lover of dramatic tension in a narrative. I'm glad you didn't just leave our guest hanging out to dry by herself. I know. <laughs> I was really. I was like, man, I'm, if I'm the only one and this is a flop. I know you would feel so I'm, bad, right? I will never be able to be on any podcast again, <laughs> ever, even your own. You just quit podcasting. Josh can just yeah. run your podcast. <laughs> yeah. I I keep saying jo- Josh Josh and Alan Josh just needs over. to take Enjoy over this ass. podcast. Anyway, he so it's maybe we're time. all working towards Josh Olson's podcast empire. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he's he is the. One. I mean, that's what they say is like success is working yourself out of a job, right? So wait, who says that? Then we can all sit back and just we've made listen to josh that sounds like yeah. i'm just doing a lot of Perfect. work and y'all are <laughs> hanging out <laughs> no, just, we're just riding on the coattails exactly. you know i i can we, only we, imagine how much oh fun you have doing all of our podcasts <laughs> josh yes that was great oh, wow that was good wow. i thought that was gonna get old but it only gets better yep i know <laughs> no it's every like time. circled back it's just a, a straight ringer yeah. every time well i think we're gonna take a break <laughs> and Ooh. when we come back for the listeners, for us, it'll be in a week's time. But when we come back, we will pull a Stephen Curtis Chapman and dive right in to Mercy Me's Almost There. We'll yeah. see you very we'll we'll see you after the break on Church Jams Now. Church Jams Now Welcome back to Trivial Trivia. This is the part of the show where I share obscure information related to the album or artist we're discussing each episode. This week, we're talking about Mercy Me, and an interesting pairing they have on their 2014 and 2017 records. Out of the 20 total songs from both of these records, 13 have Solomon Olds credited as a songwriter. If you're wondering who that is, you might know him better by his stage name of Soul Glow Activator, the frontman and primary songwriter for the band Family Force 5. That's right. Mr. Love Addict himself co-wrote a majority of Mercy Me songs for these two records, and these are some of their most streamed songs on Spotify, too. This is why you read the liner notes, people. Otherwise, you'd never know something like this. So next time you hear I Can Only Imagine for the bazillionth time, just imagine Mercy Me co-writing in the studio with the same guy who used to wear those big foam Hulk hands to hold his mic while performing. Back to the show. Hey, Jammers. Faith, how are you enjoying... This episode of Church Jams Now so far. Wow, it's so much fun. It's just been a blast. Isn't it? Yeah. So, you know, I wanted to take a moment. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm over here. I, I got a Patreon So, Faith, you haven't met Patreon Bot yet. I haven't. Um, He's, you know, he's, he's a whole... Error. Friend. Error. Okay. New user. Unidentified user. Oh, no. Oh, are you talking about... No... Patreon bot, that's super rude. What you need to say is hello. What you need to say is hello. Perfect. All right. All right. So Patreon bot is here. We kind of designed him to help um, push people towards our Patreon. It's backfiring (laughs) a little bit. 
Um, but I wanted to introduce him to you and and see if you guys maybe got along and see if maybe that would help some bring some people to our uh, Patreon. Greetings. Okay. I am Patreon bot. What is your designation, user? Hi, I'm Faith. Greetings. Hi, I'm Faith. Please input your username now. Enjoy the sass. Welcome. Enjoy the sass. Enjoy the sass. Are you enjoying church jams now? Currently. Currently, I'm enjoying church jams now. Would you like more church jams now content? Yes, please. Answer received. Processing. 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 Okay, so so this is like the crazy, the crazy workaround way, Patreon bot. You you can just do that on your own time. Second user recognized, Josh. Oh, I'm here too. So, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, Josh is here. How long have you been here? <laughs> yes, yes, Patreon bot. It is I. Josh, have you subscribed to the Patreon yet? Well, I was going to. I know you said Patreon it in the bot. last ad. You said you yeah. you were gonna subscribe to the Patreon. I was going oh, to, but no. Patreon bot was a little mean to me. So he was I, mean. Apologies, user, beautiful producer Josh. I was merely impassioned because the content on Patreon is near inf 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 infinite. Okay, okay, okay. okay. All right, all right. Shut down, shut down, shut down. Wow. Okay. Well, thanks, Patreon bot. We I, I think you mean well. He does. We keep trying. He has a lot going on. I know. He's got like a whole thing at home. We keep trying. But I just want to say to both of you guys here, and only you, because Patreon bot is shut down, I really appreciate being able to hang out with you guys and do this podcast. And if the listeners here, for whatever reason, seem to enjoy this, then they can join us over at patreon.com slash church jams now podcast where we're doing bonus shows um, after shows of specific episodes and origin stories of our hosts. Um, we're doing all kinds of like really fun stuff that you guys would totally enjoy if you weren't so put off by Patreon bot. I do apologize. Please subscribe. To our Patreon <laughs> at patreon.com. Save us from Patreon bot. <laughs> Please subscribe. He needs some upgrades. Yeah, he does. So we he does. need to be able to we'll use the money. I'll say six sixty five percent of the money upgrade. that we get from Patreon will go towards upgrading Patreon bot. Um yes. much needed upgrade. So <laughs> without further ado, let's get back to the show. <laughs> That's that is something. That is something. <laughs> Welcome back to Church Jams Now. Church Jams Now. Uh, I think, did we talk about this on the last episode? That the way this kind of works is, no, this is our whole time travel thing, TJ. Because mm. we talked about this on an episode that hasn't come out yet, yes. but that we recorded before this part that's coming out next. We have a whole mm -hmm. like Back to the Future Terminator-esque Yeah, melting. the multiverse. Time, yes. yes. Multiverse, there's if you're playing the church teams now drinking game. <laughs> someone brings up the multiverse. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, Bingo. Yeah. Uh, so for the listener, you know, you just came back from uh, from an ad read, essentially. But for us, it's been a few weeks <laughs> yes. since, we, since we last talked. So 
uh, if we if there's a different vibe going on, that's that's probably why. Time travel's crazy, man. Uh, time travel is crazy. Uh, but Faith, I'm glad you're back to finish talking about Almost There by Mercy Me. I'm excited to be back. Yeah, I feel like we're like old friends now. I know we really in the intervening some... time. Yeah. Yeah, from like the first part, you were on our podcast, and then we were on your podcast, and now you're back on ours. It's like. Yes. It feels like we we've all been like podcasting buddies for a long time. And it was so fun. It, we had a blast. So fun. It was. it was so fun. I love it. Well, speaking of fun, um not to not to uh show my hand too much. Oh boy. Uh, but you had a lot of fun listening to this album? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to figure out how to do some sort of like antonym <laughs> kind of situation. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm not going to totally spoil it. I will say before we dive right in, do track by track, this album was a little bit tough for me to like get through critically. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yes. Kind of more so than some of the other albums we've covered. I understand. Yeah, that makes sense. But I'm excited for some of the conversations we are going to have throughout. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've got a I've got I've got a good cliffhanger for Ooh. you. All right, all right. So, on my first listen, I was listening had similar vibes to you, Kyle, and I was like, "Oh, this is a flop for sure. Can I even make it through this record?" And then a couple days later, went by, and I put it on my second listen, and I had it like on in the background, and I was kind of like at work, and I was just like kind of grooving to it, and I was like, caught myself, I'm like, "Whoa, am I gonna give this thing a bop?" Like I'm kind of like mm. it was hitting me at the right part. And then wow. I listened a third time, and we will save those thoughts for the end. <laughs> TJ, are you it. drinking white wine? You know I am. Oh, man. If TJ's drinking white wine, we're does in that, for a does hell that of a well ride. It's going to be a good with... time. <laughs> pairs well with Mercy Me. Pairs yeah, well yeah. with Mercy Me. Pairs well with my thoughts on Almost There. Yeah, we should post like what what we drink when we do these. Yeah, you should have like episodes. a faux Cocktail like this album pairings. goes well with. <laughs> yes, you need to do that. Put that behind the paywall because that's valuable content right there. Yes. Cheers. I like it. Okay, well, drum roll. I'm not. I'm gonna put in a drum roll in post, and it's gonna keep going. It's a really long drum roll. <laughs> Wow. Started really small. The tension oh, is just building. <laughs> Ooh. All right, we start with track one I Worship You. Kylan, don't worship me. I've been walking with a big grin, singing with my eyes closed, lifting up my head. Okay, so starting out in part A, we talked about I had this. I challenged you guys to name another song on this record. And then when I realized, looking through the track list, uh, it's almost impossible because these are the most generic <laughs> worship song titles of all time. Literally. Right? That, and that really applies to all worship song titles. Yeah. It A feels lot. Like, like, you know how they have like the, the uh, what's it called? The Wu-Tang Clan a name generator mm-hmm. it's like a random generator <laughs> yes. i feel like this they just went through like a this is the worship like a version. worship song like an ai just the like ccli <laughs> yeah oh yeah okay this song is the only one on the record that is not written by any member of the band ah. so 
I feel like it has that more like what you would get from like a CCM Nashville songwriter vibe. Okay, like yeah. it just feels very kind of standard. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what I put in my notes. So this started off pretty expectedly. Yeah. Feels exactly like a Chris Tomlin, Matt Redman, Third Day sound, specifically like that guitar and that that drum beat. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This is the one somehow that I remember all the words to. I was shocked that I, yeah. <laughs> as soon as like that first guitar strum <laughs> happened, I was like, well, I guess I would have been about 10 years old when this was playing in the car. So I was instantly back there. There is something about like, you know, that's something I think we've experienced to varying degrees with different songs on this podcast. That's like one of the things that I appreciate most about this podcast is having those like nostalgia moments. Yes. Just yes. like, ooh, like I totally just remember like this exact point in my life that I was at when I first heard this. Yeah. I did not feel that with this song. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really okay, gl- I'm really listen- glad that you did. Like that's super cool. Experiencing the song for the first time in 2022, I wrote if you took out like the strings and the synth, this would sound you could make this a modern country song. You really could. Like, oh, yeah. It has everything, like the cadence in the verses. It has that real, like, mm-hmm. like heavy, like kind of strummy, but also like hitting like the with the palm stops on mm-hmm. the acoustic yeah. guitar. So like it could just you change like the "I worship you" lyrics or whatever, yes. and you could totally just My make it like a modern country song. Truck. <laughs> there you go. I, I feel like I wrote that about another song later, <laughs> so I'm excited to see how this uh, yeah. album evolves into just like some. Maybe it wanted to be a country album. Yeah. Maybe so. Josh, I will say it's funny that you mentioned the only change that it would need to have to be a country song is dropping the strings in the synth because. Those are the two things I mentioned in the song that I liked. That was it. <laughs> that was all. That's amazing. That's it. Well, I want to take a moment uh, with this song to just imagine, like, can we imagine how you would react in real life if if you saw a man acting the way that he describes in in the lyrics of the first verse? Um, hold on, let me let me pull them up real quick. Yeah, Run yeah, it back to us, Kyle. I'm um, trying to recall them now. I've been walking with a big grin, singing <laughs> with my eyes closed, lifting up my hands. I've been lost in the moment, sending up praises. Now I think I understand. When I open up and let it flow, I feel your touch, and then I know. Wait, is he? Wow. Did he pee his pants? <laughs> well, I just I just thought it was funny, like doing like a thought experiment of in real life like i understand the sentiment sure mm-hmm. but if we take it literally right um and we just see a man smiling really big <laughs> and wa- walking down the street right or he's just walking like where is he walking we don't know no one and knows. then in verse two he says he's standing on the edge now what is he standing oh, on the edge no. of? <laughs> what are you standing <laughs> right Step i know back, i know <laughs> Don't do Would it. you step back from that it, ledge, man. my friend? Yep. <laughs> I'm going to talk right. about this in the second song, too. He's got a real, like, uh, specific geography thing mm-hmm. uh, going mm-hmm. on yes. in, in the first half of this album. And I have this whole, like, narrative that I've built in my Ooh. head that I think was sort of oh, a coping mechanism. I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> nice. So where is he right now? This. He's on the ledge? He's on the edge, yeah. man. Okay. He's on the edge. All right. Of what? We don't know. We're worried, though. I'm worried. He needs the album to pull him back from the edge. 
I wish he would step back Starting from that ledge, off in a desperate place. <laughs> Found love in a hopeless place. Um, do we have any more thoughts on this song? I also really hate it at one minute, four seconds. It felt like the mix engineer just did a hard cut on every single instrument, every single track, except for the ride cymbal. So all you can hear is like the bell of the ride. And I wanted yeah. to die. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why, why did somebody do this? Did they think it was cool? Was it like, you know, did they just not notice it? And it made it to the master that way. Like it was too late at that yeah, point. There were some weird, there were some weird like production things Ding. throughout oh, yeah. this. Like, I want to talk about um, some weird production choices. Sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, one on this song that I also didn't like a production choice was they faded out on the first track. Oh that yeah. That seems like a yeah, weird, that right. that's a weird decision to me. I'm not, I'm normally anti fade out anyway, but on the first definitely. track, like it's your first track guys yeah. like start strong keep the dynamic stop, rolling yeah, start strong yep. start strong mm-hmm. stop strong well we ready to move on to track number two yeah here yeah. i am here am i wait here am i oh sorry here am i yes is it really it is. i wrote here <laughs> I am on my... i'm glad here i'm not alone <laughs> 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 okay, nope i got sure thought it was that as well yep here am yep. i clearly we're really invested <laughs> Uh, I love this intro. I like the strings here. Yes. Very solid. That was something on whenever I first listened to the record that I was like, it felt like they were leaning too much on the strings um, because they just kept popping up everywhere. I'm like, I thought they should have saved them for like the big moments. Like I can only imagine. And then the closer on side B. But then on my second listen, I was like, the strings are okay on this one. I think I was just being a little overly Mm. critical. It doesn't set me up very... I felt like... So, full disclosure, I totally forgot this song existed. I feel like I didn't listen to it, and I listened to the album three times. Right. Um, I feel like the the little soft, like, whimsical sound of this intro does not match, like, the lyrics of this song at all. I had to look Correct. them up to be able to know what was going on. Right. Thank you. Well, yeah, Thank because you, I think it's because, because musically, this song... Like, this is a weird track two yeah that's like, why it's I, very I forgot that it existed <laughs> right like this is like in a lot of the albums we listen to there's usually like by track like nine or ten there's some like really kind of it feels like filler tracks and it felt weird to me that they made track two it feels like a filler track yeah yeah i'll say i kind of dug this one i i like the vibe of it musically so it is kind of weird, like you're saying, for like a second song, kind of just going to a pretty mellow kind of vibing track. But I mean, there's not much high energy stuff on this record. That's true. That they had. So, I mean, it was kind of this or a slow song. But that's, yeah, that is true. This was one of the songs on the record that I enjoyed more, I would say. I was going to say, I think if you took the lyrics of this away, for me, like if you take all of the words that they're saying out of this song and I just have the track and the instrumental, I would listen to this. Right. Yeah, well, I, that kind of goes, so, like, I had this thought. Uh, I think the 
biggest part for me of why this song is forgettable is there's not much transition uh, melody wise and vocally between the verse and chorus Mm -hmm. like the notes that he decides to hit from the end of the verse to the start of the chorus is like almost the same yeah and so the energy level just doesn't like there's not a lot of dynamics throughout which kind of adds to that sort of like filler feel but he's uh he's keeping with his very specific geographical on the street right where where are we here well he starts the song on the other side of the world she stands on the ocean shore so in my mind the narrative is he's standing on the edge (gasps) and then connecting mentally with a woman who's standing on the ocean shore Mm -hmm. uh yeah, it's very wow, like actually, Aragorn that's... and like Arwen, just like <laughs> connecting mentally. <laughs> or Kylo and Ray. Oh yeah, Ooh, yeah, exactly. That's good. Oh yeah. yeah, nice. Wow. And then he goes to the street in your hometown. Is this the one where he's talking about like all the different people? Yes. Okay, this felt like a very like mid two thousands trope mm-hmm. um, for like a lot of for worship songs and non even for like worship leaning. Songs like I know TFK has a song like this. FM Static, which is basically TFK, has a song like this. Like Hawk Nelson, I think, TFK. has one. Reliant K kind of has one. Uh, yeah. Kesson Crown has, has one. has one as well. Yeah, so True. it's like you just make up like these fake people that are like going through their lives uh, every day and like, oh, but they need Jesus. Yes. Or they like, and I'm like, so it's just a common trope for like this. I don't know if it's still going on, but. It definitely was yeah. around this time. I agree 100%. I wrote in my notes on this one tonight because I, again, forgot about this song. I said that I felt like this is the song that they play like at Bible camp or like something adjacent to that that's like, oh, man, like kids, you really should talk to your friends about Jesus because you don't right. know that that's this song. Yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. It really is. TJ, you've been a little quiet on this song. I've been so quiet. <laughs> <laughs> we can wait. We can. We can. <laughs> Let's move on to track number three. Well, I just on my. I, I'll, I'll say it. I'll just quickly say this. Like, I can't. I probably could never listen to the song again, ever. Like, ever <laughs> in my life. And but I agree. Even if we got like, even if we had like fifty thousand Patreon subscribers. And they were specifically like, we want TJ to listen to this song, like Jackass style. It's like, we want TJ to like, we're only pay if TJ listens to this song. Listen. 10 times in a row. Listen, if I never had to work a day in my life from the the patron uh, donations, I'd listen to it. Sure. You could put me through that. I wouldn't do that to you. But that's I'd rough. feel bad though. That's a rough but contingency. Probably. Yeah. Probably not unless that happened. Um. Yeah, I just I. I you know without saying too much, a part of my brain just completely shut off after after this song. <laughs> I kept <laughs> listening to the rest of the record, but a part of my brain just like shut down completely. Did you just go full reptile brain? Yeah, yeah kind of. That's a good way to put it. I was I was like in lizard brain well, mode. Let's move on to track number three. <laughs> on my way to you. Sip my wine. Drink your wine, TJ. Thanks, bud.
Someone's got some energy, some much needed energy. Mm-hmm. I feel like this should have been like track two or maybe even track one. Mm-hmm. You're probably right. Like, cause this seems to like, this had a more unique vocal performance than I think had than in the previous two songs. Definitely a little yeah. more high energy. Um, I love the guitar tone, yeah. uh, especially in the intro. The kind of like almost almost tinny kind of like not fully distorted guitar. I think that's really nice. Mm-hmm. I thought that I had switched to we were listening to the Cranberries in the office before this. I thought it had switched back to the Cranberries at this point. At the intro of yeah, this song. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to say Hedwig and the Angry Inch, but that's like a similar kind of vibe. Yep. Like just the very beginning of that. Yeah. Very like late nineties, two thousands rock kind of thing. Too. Like like pop rock. Yeah. It's funny too that you said you like that kind of tinny guitar sound, Kylan, because I mentioned that I didn't really like it. <laughs> Which <laughs> is something fine. we're allowed to disagree. We, well and we've we've kind of noted on that in the past that like that's a that's a type of guitar sound that I kind of consistently don't like, and you you enjoy it. So yeah. it lines up. We're being consistent. Hey, at least there's actually some guitar parts on this song. Yeah, so. good point. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'll say I think this is my favorite one on the record. Oh wow! So oh, wow! I like. Wow. Yeah, I was digging it. So there were a couple ones that it was between, but I'm like. I feel like this one has got it's got the energy there. It's got like you were saying the vocal performance has enough to like differentiate it. It's got some good guitar stuff. It has a guitar solo in it. Yeah. Towards the end. Yes, I so wrote about it's the guitar got, solo too. Yeah, and it's got like a good outro where they add, start adding stuff to it. So I thought this was this was one of my this was my favorite on the record. Hmm. I, it might be mine too. It uh probably my favorite vocal performance. At times, does he sound a little British on this song? <laughs> wow, there's there's a couple lines. Um, I think that's his Oklahoma coming out. Most <laughs> people don't know Southern. this, but they're very they're very the, close. Everyone <laughs> Oklahoma from Oklahoma was just a an immigrant from England, so that's that's what's happening there. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes he sounds a little British to me. He's doing a little voice effect. Interesting. Yeah, he's, yes. he's yeah, like throwing some it, it's like, English. On I it. always love when songs say the title of the album but the title of the song is not the album title oh yeah yeah that's this song yeah and i just thought i was like okay that's interesting (laughs) like what an interesting choice because i didn't know what the song was called and then i looked i thought for sure maybe this was called almost there almost there yeah no it's not there's not even one no artistically i prefer it when they do that so i they got some points for me on that when yeah when the when there's no title track and when the album titles derived from lyrics from a song that are not the actual the title, title of that song, yeah, yeah, no. yeah, I yeah, respect that. It was unexpected. All my albums, I do secretly. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. No, a lot, of, a lot of my favorite bands do title tracks, and it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> did anyone? Most people do. Did anyone feel like this song was just too long? Too I said long. that about a few of them. I was like, you could no, cut I liked the it. last repeat. It was cool of it. in the outro. I just feel like you could cut some of it and I would have been okay. I was like, why are these songs so long? No, the outro has some cool stuff going on in it. So I was I was digging it. I really like the string parts. <laughs> Thanks, TJ. You're welcome. <laughs> I feel like this Thanks. episode is just breaking TJ. Like- I think we just broke TJ. 
TJ, I'm make sorry, sure TJ. you're getting <laughs> under your lamp so that you stay warm <laughs> yeah. in your reptile state. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you got the heat lamp on? Yeah, okay. I'll bring some crickets cool. over later. Oh, man. Oh, cool. Because, like, yeah, the outro has a lot of cool it does. stuff in it. It does have He's cool like, things, it but is long, couldn't yeah. you have pushed it like a minute forward and cut some of the and stuff the in the middle? There, you know? They keep adding stuff, though. So it's like, it's not like, it's just like, okay, you should have ended this, but they keep adding cool stuff to it. I think I defend this song because my favorite. I love cool. that. I Stick this to song. Your guns, I Josh. I appreciate yeah, a differing will. opinion. This song, I said, it sounds like he's ascending into heaven. Like Whoa. that's this is the song that's happening as he's like ascending into heaven. Like this is where the white light in the movie happens. That's intense. So in the narrative, yeah. where he's standing on the edge. Now he's no yes, longer on the edge. Now he's the white light in the sky. Yeah. Yes. That's good. Yes. See. I like this like fantasy sci-fi story that we're constructing does, does that, that help you tj with, it with really does narrative? i'm enjoying this much more <laughs> does that, now does that, <laughs> thanks, does that help that. like i said i think it was a coping mechanism for me and i feel like you would appreciate yeah, it yeah thanks for sharing i love it <laughs> i love it all right let's move on to track number four how great is your love yeah all these track names all these track names are just so generic wrote in my notes on this one how many other songs are titled the same thing that are better than this song right (laughs) a lot i don't know i didn't do the research i didn't do the research yeah that could be a spinoff episode just that's a really solid (laughs) comparing no but did y'all have that like whenever y'all were playing worship and people are gonna be like okay we're gonna do this song and you're like i i you could you literally be talking about five, five songs right songs yeah, yeah, from that yeah, title. yeah i'm like i don't know which one that is yeah like is that the one in d so I yep. just, yeah exactly kind of fast yes. <laughs> yeah so i googled how great is your love and the first one that comes up is a phil wickham song so and then the mercy me one so i there are other songs there's at least two there's at yeah. least two <laughs> Okay, what's with the weird synth on this? I love it. Very weird. I love it. I know, I know. So I have I had a theory. <laughs> My theory is because okay, this came out two thousand one. Uh David Crowder band okay, their first major album came out two thousand two. Was that when a collision came out? No. A, a collision was like two thousand five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So louder now. Not louder now, that's taking back Sunday. Um yeah. <laughs> can you can I you wish. hear us? Whatever the first song. Anyway, anyway, oh, it's yeah, not yeah. important. My theory is David Crowder band <laughs> was maybe in the studio next door. And they're like they're like, Oh, this is the future. We gotta add some weird synth in here. Let's add some like synth. this is what this is what kids, what are, kids doing. are doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is what the kids. Because I are love doing. it, but it feels so out of place because it, it's nowhere else on the record. It's just in this song, and it's doesn't fit with the rest of the production. I mentioned this, I think, in a couple of songs later, but I feel like some of the weird production stuff was just like when the songs are just kind of pretty standard CCM arrangement, like kind of cut and dry, like what you expect. The producer's like, 
I gotta add some stuff in here to kind of like spice it up, right? right? So then he's like, I'll add some synths and some weird cut, except cut everything except for the ride symbol, so yeah. TJ will notice it. Like, I feel, feel like a the, couple of those. the producer had the lizard brain thing going on. <laughs> and did you know that the the lilting strings on this one I think are really fun too. I I imagine that's Is also it? among those things that somebody added later. Yeah, I like the the weird drum effects and stuff. Yeah, uh, TJ, is this your favorite song on the album? It is the song that I had the least problems with. Well, yeah, I mean that's yeah. how that's how <laughs> I have to say it to maintain my integrity. So Solid. so sure. <laughs> <laughs> so by default, this because the, the jam doesn't feel what? tired. So I'll say yeah. that like at the end here, it doesn't feel like it was too mm-hmm. long. Even though they're doing a lot of repeats on the refrain. It's so redundant, yeah. It still feels very fun, very fresh. Good showcase of the drumming chops, I thought. There's a cool like transition chord from that bridge to the chorus that you're like, oh, yes. okay, cool. Like Made it interesting. Yeah. Faith, what were you going to say? You're gonna say? I don't something. remember. Okay. That's valid. I don't well, remember. Well, are we ready to move on to track to number list. five? Is this? Is this? Where is this in the narrative? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Oh yeah, I remember. I said I was gonna pay attention to the lyrics. Um, I forgot. You, you didn't miss anything on this one, to be <laughs> honest. This this is where I think I wrote the note that I feel like they took like the Christianese dictionary and just mm-hmm. slapped as much of it in as they could. Because <laughs> yeah, that's there's this so song. much of so much of this that's is great. like the same problem I have with a lot of worship music and that it's like very vague and very yes. like yes not very sort substantive of like flowy happy like let's say a lot of very vague like let's just say the word praise you a lot or say let it rain or you know like it's just like a lot of really just empty kind Flowery of language stuff yes. yeah that's super repetitive like i have this same problem with a lot of hill song stuff and mm-hmm. um i have a lot of other issues but that's a different it's <laughs> a different podcast but specifically like uh, i can only imagine let's do track five i can only imagine now before we before we like listen to the track and really get into yes. it i had a little bit uh i wanted to deviate from the normal uh structure just a little bit, if that's okay with everybody. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know it's been a little bit of time for the partic- the participants, not so much the listeners. Um, but do you remember how in part A I talked about how weird and trippy the lyrics to this song were? Mm-hmm. And how I, you know, I, I kind of hoped that maybe the rest of the record would maintain that. Yeah. Um, yes, I recall. Okay, thank you. Well, so I decided to, in the time between listening or recording part A and part B, I decided to record my own version of I Can Only Imagine. No way. uh, As imagined as a 1960s or 70s psychedelic rock song. Oh, Kyle, (laughs) bless you. Bless you, sir. Wow. So I'm going to play that here. I can't wait. Um, So excited. (laughs) 
indie stuff. Yeah. This may be the dumbest thing I've ever done. That's incredible. <laughs> or the greatest thing you've ever done. Like really that was vibe. vibrant neon colors. And the the uh-huh. guitarist has one of those like the open vests, and yeah. he's just yes. wearing the vest. Yes, lots of chest yeah. hair. Yeah. Wait, is this the Bee Gees? <laughs> is this Frank Zappa? It's going for a Frank Zappa. <laughs> I forgot there were lyrics happening. Ooh, yeah. Honestly, that's a good chord progression. <laughs> Thanks. It's super weird. Look at uh, that lead line. <laughs> Sultry. Oh. Wow. How how is this now my favorite episode? <laughs> that's what I was going for, DJ. That's what I was like really hoping. You just so apprehensive like, in the beginning. <laughs> I knew how you felt about this album in general, so I wanted to give you a little treat. Oh, that was incredible. Oh wow, that was. That was something spectacular for it sure. It was it was something. What a treat. Sure. What um, a treat. I hope that I yeah. don't only have to imagine seeing that track live. <laughs> Will you play that? Oh, oh you'll see it live someday. Okay. Great. So so Kylan, thank you so much. Thank you for doing yeah. that. You're welcome. You're that welcome. Was delightful. I, know. I I should have waited before talking about the real yes. songs. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to talk about the real stuff. Talk about. How do we talk? Well, <laughs> one one way we could get into it, I think that might be a little palatable or easy. Uh, I didn't go to the extent of creating a musical rewrite with the lyrics, Mm-mm. but I did come up with a lyric rewrite. Ooh. Okay, so maybe what maybe is this a philosopher's corner? No rewrite or no, just it's just a TJ rewrite. TJ okay, I think okay. it's really right. good. I feel good about Maybe it. Maybe what we need to do is take TJ's new lyrics and my oh, new and, put them with and the... my new <laughs> music. Yes, we could, and we'll and we'll it make a whole new song. Please, we, we could do that, do. but it might get a little redundant because my rewrite is, "Whoa, everybody, heaven's gonna be lit." Oh, that's it. That can be the bridge. <laughs> that's it. No, that's no, that's the rewrite, you guys. That's all. That's the entire thing. That's all that's necessary to convey the same thing that Bart conveyed in the song. I can only imagine. I think he's asking though: Is it going to be lit? Because right. he doesn't know. He, he doesn't can know. only imagine. He I think he's imagine. pretty sure. He seems very. Yeah, but he doesn't know. He how asks a lot of questions. Will I dance he, for yeah. you, Jesus? But, I think they're. What is the level of litness in heaven? I think they're. This um, is part of the, the ascension. Is this is what he's thinking. Oh yeah, while he's, he's imagining. Ascending. Yeah, so he's like processing through what's happening, 
or going oh my to god happen. this would this would be great in a movie if like he's ascending and, and it cuts to inside his brain and he's imagining like all of these things and it's beautiful and all this stuff and then uh it, it cuts back to like real life and he's not in heaven <gasps> where is he hell oh, oh no oh Bart. <laughs> what do we do dark... <laughs> Sorry. he was the left behind yeah <laughs> Oh my god, this is the beginning of a this left is behind the intro. Movie. Yes. Why am I oh so intrigued gosh. about that movie? Nick Cage. I want to see that movie. Nick Cage. Yeah, oh yeah. Sure. Yes, Nick Cage. We're, yeah, we're writing cuts out and then it and then it comes back to earth and it's just Nick Cage. Just, oh my god. <laughs> we're writing the next left behind movie, guys. Honestly. <laughs> only only if we can cast Kirk Cameron as God when he's imagining what heaven's like Kirk Cameron would is Kirk there. Cameron play God. I don't think Kirk Cameron would play God. He probably wouldn't. Who's yeah. the other guy? Kurt. I'm trying Kevin to make. Sorbo? I'm trying to make. I'm trying to yeah. make guys yeah, Kevin to be left behind multiverse. Here. We got to <laughs> bring ding, Nick ding. Cage. Ding ding. Yeah. Take a drink. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. And Kurt Cameron in. Yep. Wow. Well, listeners, if you couldn't tell, I think we're a little bit reticent to like get into this actual song. <laughs> oh no. I do. Oh, um, surprise! I do have Jerome thoughts for this one. So <gasps> oh, yes. you're in for a treat. Oh, you're in for a treat. Awesome. Give us Jerome. Thoughts. Well, let's jump yes. into it so we can get the Jerome thoughts. That sounds awesome. I mean, you can't deny how catchy this piano line it's is. It's iconic, it yeah. It is, truly. I mean, this is like up there with like like Candle in the Wind and stuff. I think of just like iconic opening piano You hear lines it and you know. And know what it is, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did try to approach this song to like strip away everything. Yeah. Like the five billion times I've heard it in the last 20 something years to like try to approach it new in like not bring any of like prior baggage or anything with it and i just couldn't yeah like it's just and, and, it's, and it's not the either, song's fault that's why i spent it's all my time fault, and energy though. on making a new version <laughs> yeah and so like i'm not saying i'm not trying to like indict the song saying like it's it's a bad song or anything like that it's just it was a victim of being overplayed yes. to death yes so i just it was hard for me to even just like try to approach it objectively because i'm like i i've heard this song so many times in my life do i need to hear it one yeah. more time like and yeah like i just want to stress it's not I, the song. I appreciate that the song you can song. bring that perspective to it josh that it's just like the the fact of the matter is we've all been overexposed to this one yes yeah yes um i do have a a little production note um that part that we just listened to like the part when the full band comes in uh, I feel like it doesn't hit as powerfully as it could because that acoustic guitar is so overwhelming in the mix. Yeah. Like it like I feel like that part could hit really hard, but it just it it just doesn't because that acoustic guitar just like I don't know, it just it takes over everything. Yeah. Yeah, it grabs the ear more than anything else. Although I do love yeah, that bass so it doesn't, uh, I'll, slide down. Yeah. It's really fun. I say to most people through the target audience that are listening to this though that probably is coming oh in yeah that's like whoa like, oh so full so that's huge. so true they're, 
coming in with so much force. Yeah. For yeah. me, it's the when it gets like massive at the surrounded by your glory. It's like probably at the yes. end. It's probably the last one that happens. That's like the biggest one. And yes. you're like, yeah, that's, that's the one. That's the moment for sure. Because <laughs> this one that we're listening to right now, I don't know, probably the first time he does it, not that right. big. But that should be the moment, right? Mm-hmm. But you it's not. Think, yeah. It's like later, later down yeah. in the yeah. song. Well, I want to hear what uh, Jerome has yes. to say about I Can Only Imagine. Please. Okay, sure. I, I, can only, I can yeah. only imagine that TJ and Josh don't have much else to share. <laughs> you would be so imagining right. are we going to talk about the movie in this piece, too, since, you know, yeah, title, yeah. title track, right? Um, so... Before I give Jerome's thoughts, we'll just leave a little moment for Faith's thoughts really fast. Um, I feel like my question about this song was... <laughs> go off, TJ. He's just rocking We've out broken there. TJ. We've fully um, broken TJ. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, this is the part... Like, It's interesting that this comes after On My Way to You because mm-hmm. it's like they're both about the same thing, right? Right. Because... On My Way to You is about heaven, like getting yes. to heaven. And this is also about it. So it's like, why, it that maybe that's like song um, track list choice. Don't know. But that was an interesting thing for me. Um, and then what was the other thought that I had? Oh, this feels like the Jesus version of the Beatles song, Imagine. If I oh, like can yeah. like put like a little stretch on it. but Oh, like a response to that? Well... Yeah. Kind of thing, oh, maybe? you know, it could be like a response, but I feel like it's like um, you could just put the two side by side, and it's like, well, this is like for people who d- believe in Jesus, <laughs> and then this is for people who are like literally like the what is there besides what we're going through, and can you imagine if there's something else? You know, I don't know. I just like stream of conscious thought was like, hmm, no, that's interesting. That is be. fascinating. Yeah, because I know you too did a they did a god part two like as a response to john lennon's god so it's not the first that's time someone's right. responded to john lennon to be like wow hey heaven is real, real. And you're that's dippy, amazing like, um so life philosophy <laughs> i think in the first part of this episode we talked about whether or not um mercy me was like a touring band or whether yes. they were just like an album band well jerome thanks to jerome imparted insight for me um so we went to a uso show in fort hood texas that they played at and he told me that apparently i was very embarrassed as like a 10 year old kid listening or watching jerome like dance along and sing to mercy me at oh, this yeah. USO so show. you saw them i You've saw them, them play, play at a USO not only show. that at a uso show you saw jerome this up dance before. while they played i mean <laughs> that you know that is iconic in and of it itself yes um, surrounded in his surrounded glory. In his glory. <laughs> what did he feel? My he heart dancing. felt sheer embarrassment. So you know, he was dancing for Jesus, though. Th- probably the best kind, you know. But um, yeah, so that answers that question from the first part that they apparently that they did, did tour. USO shows. Good to so know. So that's cool. Interesting. And that was around. Um, like it was around. 2001 pretty, pretty close to after this album yeah wow. yeah okay it was around that time mm-hmm. so um that 2001 2002 time frame i think at it's the same show um kelly clarkson played i think whoa that's a lineup <laughs> so you know that's cool i think hopefully i'm not wrong don't come fact check me both those artists just had to drive a little bit down 35 yeah that's exactly. true <laughs> yeah not super far yeah that's very true um 
so yeah, that thanks to Jerome for that little tidbit of knowledge. Um, That's great. And then I wrote down his thoughts as he was telling me. So he said that in regards to the movie, he loved how the artists in the movie like talked about Bart as kind of like he was like kind of a tool. Um, that was like Jerome's favorite part, I guess. Um, he, was he loved that? Um, and then he said about just the song itself. I asked, so is this a worship song, Jerome? Like, because we all know we sang this in church as a worship song. Like, if you grew up in this time, you sang this at church. Um, probably two guys playing a guitar, and that was it. At least that was my church. Um, so he said that it was a great song, in quotes, um, and that it hit home for culture when it was released. Um, which I thought was interesting. Um, and he said it's, it like, he felt like it really helped a lot of people. Um, Hmm. and because it was such an easy song to sing along to, that's why people sang it in church. Well, that's kind of like, I, I was gonna bring that up in the first part, but hesitated. But I mean, this song came out like in 2001. I mean, so you had nine 11, yeah. And I think oh, just yeah. like culturally, like I think we were, yeah, we were, you know. Looking for redemption, looking for escape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, it makes sense to me. I think why like it it hit when it did. Like, yeah. And uh, all of the metaphors. I'm, I, yeah. I'm not I get it. It didn't blow up. It, it, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it blew up. Hmm. <laughs> No, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. but, like it's saying that in context of, of 9-11 is not the, the most appropriate. Yes. But like it blew up at that yes. time. Yeah. I think because in response to, uh, I'm glad you, we, you guys. You're, you're fine. We, 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 we you, yes. I'm, okay. Okay. We get okay. it. All right. I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop talking. No. So then just like a couple of final thoughts from Jerome on this. Bring um, it. Again, you really should have him because- He's so much better at this than me. But I said, so is it a worship song? And he said, he literally sighed. He's like, you know, I think the song, um, what did I say? Oh, he said, I think the song stirs your imagination to think about what's next, right? Because that's literally what Mm -hmm. it is. But um, it's so it's stirring our imagination to the possibilities just overall the possibilities. So it, it creates a sense of wonder. And he said to him, wonder creates worship and adoration to God. He said, maybe not. He said, adoration to God, maybe not. Because this isn't really like a song that you're, you know, like it's not a praise song, right? He said, but I do feel like God loves for us to feel awe and wonder. So if a song can do that, sure, it's worship. I that was like for me dropping some wisdom Jerome he does that he does that a lot and then his final thing was that he said I don't think I remember any other song off this album which I think we all said (laughs) um but he said maybe if I heard it I would remember it so um also he corrected me we did not have this album I think the reason I remember it's probably from that little USO show so Uh, that's Jerome's thoughts on on uh on Mercy Me, almost there. Specifically, I can only imagine. Well, right thank on. you, Jerome. Thank you, Jerome. Wow. I, yeah. Very good. Thank you, Jerome. And thanks, Faith. Bring, bring that guy on one day. Yeah. He's probably, he'll do better I don't than know. I do. I, I, like, I like hearing Jerome through you, though. Yeah. I like, <clears throat> it keeps it, it keeps it a little, 
a little mysterious. Yes. He he is a man of mystery. True. He would say <laughs> that about himself. Yeah. Well, do we have anything else to say about I Can Only Imagine? I will just have a little uh, what is it, anecdote. Ah, uh, yes. We were talking about like playing this in, for churches and worship at, at the time and whatnot. I was in a worship band around like 2012, 2013, and this song got introduced into like the regular no. rotation. And I was like, this song? Like, <laughs> this is like 10 years old by now. And it's been living God, under a rock. Where have you been? Where you been? Like, yeah. <laughs> what did you play, so, Josh? I mean, I guess maybe they. I was playing guitar whenever. I was hoping you played bass so that you get to not, do that. Boom. No, that would have been nice. That would have been I know, yeah. guys, there, with the exception of that one sort of like Here slide, it is. this album is missing the sweet, sweet Devoid face. Devoid of the sweet, sweet. That mm-hmm. I, I, didn't, I didn't have, there was no song that I had the note, this has sweet, mm-hmm. sweet bass. And I'm hoping for at least one of those moments on every album. And it just didn't do it for me. There was no sweet, sweet bass. Any salty bass? No. Track six, Bless Me Indeed. Parentheses, Jabez's song. Ja- Jabez? Jabez. The Jabez Jabez. is in streaming, but it's not on the original album. It's just the original song is just called Bless Me Indeed. For some reason, on streaming, it, the really? Jabez's song is added. Fascinating. Yeah. This? Do you guys know who Jabez is? I didn't till now. Wait, don't. Wait, can I guess? Is it? <laughs> please. please. Please do. Please. Is it Jose- please but, but do it in the context of our Left Behind well, movie. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Played by Jennifer Aniston, Jabez. Oh, I did not see that coming. No, that was a twist <laughs> I did not see. Is it, is it related to Hosea? Am I way off? No. That's not. That's somebody else. All you right. got to go further well, back. I, I give up. That's all I got. Is it related to Adam? Oh, In a way, right. yes. <laughs> I was way off. <laughs> Clearly, I got to go back to Bible. Too. All right, Josh. No, you're good, man. You go play swords again. <laughs> Finish For that those line. Out there wondering. <laughs> yeah. Jabez is found in First Chronicles 4 10. Mm-hmm. And he, say, he asks that guy. Oh, it's a dude. Him. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. It is a guy. It is a guy. It was a pretty <laughs> played cool by Jennifer yeah. Anderson. <laughs> Are you doing the gender swap? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah exactly. That's I mean, that is. Now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean Ghostbusters be can be Jabez. girls, all yeah, right? Yeah, Jabez y'all. can be Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Hashtag, hashtag oh, Jen for Jay. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm not ready. I was not ready for any of that. Oh. Hey, to be fair, I wasn't either. My brain just like. It just went there it so It just happened. Fast. She's incredible. That's oh all I'm going to say. She could do it. If anyone could yep. pull it off, it's her. It's true. She has the range. Yep. She um, could probably rock a yeah. great haircut for it too. Absolutely. Exactly, Yes. <laughs> Um, oh yeah. my gosh! Well, I like this because my only note for this was the shrug emoji. <gasps> That's a great. I said honestly, super bored. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I 
the note that I have for something cool in the song is the intro sounds like it could be a newsboy song. Like with that guitar, like take me to your leader or like step up to the microphone era. Okay, I did have one more note. My comparison was Sixpence, Sixpence Mm. None the Richer. Yeah, I can hear that. Okay, Uh, I feel Mm. like this could this could have fit on on that album. Wow, we covered, and we all know how that went. Oh yeah, we talked about cashews for twenty minutes. (laughs) Cashew poops. I learned something though in listening to that episode Faith, about cashews. Faith, do you know what cashews look like? <laughs> like not. before you, before yeah. you, no, 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 guys, we're doing it. Before yeah. you pick a cashew, <laughs> no, it looks. I have no idea. Oh my god. Okay, you hold gotta on. listen oh, to it's our going episode. In the chat, isn't it? It's going in the chat, isn't it? <laughs> no, I'm gonna share my screen. Okay, while you share your screen, <laughs> I'm gonna say really quick. I've mentioned the strings yes. a number of times across this record. They're very cool in this song as well, but not even they could save this song for me. I'll yeah. just say that. My comment about this song. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at cashews. Look at them. Look at them. You eat the yeah. little poops that come off of the, is, off of the fruit. It's what the fruit is. cashews poops? just like our, our church champs now default whenever we're just like not digging a record? Honestly, <laughs> those cashews. look like angry Mushroom like angular little mushroom <laughs> dudes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it could be something out of like Mario. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like wow, that's fascinating. Did probably could have lived to the rest of my life without knowing. Right, I know, that. me too. But but so. now that I've experienced it, I'm I'm evangelizing to the world oh, that cashews are the most insane thing. That is baffling. Yeah. So what happens to the fruit? I'm, no, I don't need to know. This. <laughs> to but this. you might. But you I, might. Josh, I, Josh, look at this. Gonna, that's going to be my fun fact. <laughs> I do have a tangent if you guys would indulge me. Yes, we can go off the road for a little bit. No, <laughs> or is it no, about no. It is actually about, It's kind of stemmed from this, but also from just like this Let's album as a whole. But I wanted to talk about... Let's talk about the musical ability of like these CCM artists. So think cool. of Mercy yeah. Me, uh-huh. Third Day, Casting Crowns, mm-hmm. like all these people in these roles. Like, do you think they can tread? Do you think they're technically proficient? Like, why is everything so simple and boring? Like, I understand when you're trying to do like straight up worship, like a hill song where you want thirteen year old guitarists that they well, need to be able to play. That's the song what for I was their about to bring church. up. I think like a big yes. part of it is writing simplistic music knowing that you're gonna get uh publishing and licensing rights for like like chord sheets and things like that for for people that aren't technically proficient to be able to like play and for them to be able to sell yeah they're literally playing down on purpose but why don't but in that case though why do do you think they would make a, or at least I would think that they would try to like bring in some more like influences to like spice. Like, do they, are they into like actual like cool bands or do, are they just listening to oh, like who's other CCM them? stuff? Yeah. Like, are, is like the guitarist or is like Bart Millard, like, I'm a huge like, um, uh, like Pixies Let's fan <laughs> or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah. Is, are they into those bands? Like, do you think? Because, like, the people that I know that listen to this music are not. Mm. Right. And right. so they only listen to CCM. So, like, the people that are making the CCM, though, are they into, like, actual What do you think of it by this music? point, like, post, like, like, Amy Grant and Michael W. Smith, like, does it become just sort of like an echo chamber yep. of, like... Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a great I don't question. know, man. 
That really is. Yeah, that's what I'm interested this in. This is yeah, a really I'm interesting like, tangent. Yeah, because I'm like, maybe they're like, and on this record, like the guitar, I was going to ask them, like, the guitar is really boring on this record, but like, is their guitarist like, is he like, I just am real big into like, maybe he's like a big 80s guitarist. Like, he just wants to shred all the time, but he's like, I'm immersing me, so I can't. But he's like, like if he was like a Smiths fan and he's like real into Johnny Marr, like you think he would be like trying to add some add more, a like, little bit of the cooler well, I parts. I feel like or most of these like bands that, but... are like similar to like, like you know, they're kind of the other side of the coin of like pop acts, especially around this time where the people in the band are probably used more and viewed more as like tools for like a producer's vision or mm. like a songwriter's vision. Well, Jerome said that um, Bart came off as a tool in the movie, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. true. Nice. That's true. Sorry, I'll um, go back to sleep. You know, I bet. <laughs> Get under your heating lamp, TJ. Um, yeah, you know, I don't have an answer. Well, I know this was it was mostly a rhetorical question, so I don't think yeah, I, yeah. I need an answer. But uh, just conjecture. Yeah, this is an interesting line of thought. I bet every band has at least one. You know, there's like there's always got to be just like some really technically proficient member of the band. You would hope. Yeah, you always and hope there is. I would hope so. I want I want to believe that they in like when they're warming up for like sound check that they're just shredding and like just they're like, playing like journey or something like but that. But then their actual like music is and like, then, <laughs> yeah. Completely <laughs> boring. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, so. I love that you asked that question, Josh. Um, yeah. That's fascinating to think about. These my, are the things I ponder. My sad assumption is that they're all nerds and they don't even know good music because like, <gasps> Because that was me That's as a kid. Like I didn't, I I didn't no, get to listen yeah. to cool music. But they were, but they're adults, right? So, so that's why I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping they like right. got got access to other music, and they got to be inspired. And well, guys, um, excited about. You know, we can ask him himself. I've got Bart here in the chat. No He's way. <laughs> He's our next. But just in the chat. <laughs> He's just, just in the chat. He's, He's not just going to talk phone. to you, and, <laughs> you have, and Kylan will be reading his. <laughs> yeah, his and if it says if the chat if it says it's coming from me, uh, he's just he had to well, use his like proxy, a proxy yeah, and, a, yeah. and a, a VPN. So, so Bart, t- tell us. Uh, oh my God, he says, "Hey, it's Bart." <gasps> Bart, no punctuation from Mercy Me. Nothing. Bart, hey, no space. Big, big fan, Bart. Wow, the hi. band. Oh my God, this is incredible, Bart. <laughs> So did you listen to cool music growing Thank, up? And thanks for thanks for clarifying that you are from Mercy Me the band. Yeah, we we <laughs> you can you can only we can only imagine. imagine that you're really here with us right now, but we'll trust you. I cannot say enough <laughs> to overstate or to capture my excitement. Oh, Bart says I'm funny. He says TJ, you're so funny. But he didn't. He didn't use an apostrophe, so it's no, not so. you. You are He's from Oklahoma. so funny. He's from it's Oklahoma. your possessive so funny. So welcome to another episode of Grammar Jams now, Grammar featuring Jams now. Bart from wow. Mercy Me. The band. The band. 
Can I have one more thought about you can have all yes. the thoughts, this babe. Bless Me Indeed song? Please save us from yes. No, it's yes. okay. Um, We're going way my, off the rails. The last note that I have about this last song, song number six, um, is did this flop so the blessing could bop? Ooh. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. This song, Bless song Me Indeed, mm-hmm. flop mm-hmm. so oh. that the blessing, Carrie Job. Is that elevation. the new Carrie Job one? Uh, okay. Such and such could bop. Did, or did this one walk so ble- the blessing could run? Ooh. So the blessing could run. Mm-hmm. See? There you go. So marinate on yeah. that. Let us know in the comments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well done, Faith. Let us know. Well done. So thank you so much. And let me confirm, this is definitely not a song from the musical Godspell. Well, we don't know until <laughs> our friend messages us. We need to do that. <laughs> I know. I'm... <laughs> I'm only a little bitter about that. <laughs> well, let's move on to track number. We're only halfway number seven. through, guys. <gasps> no, or a we're, little over. We're more than through. halfway. We're and almost there. We almost, almost there. cannot say enough about this next song. Can what does that mean? <laughs> track seven cannot say enough. I wrote, whoa, chorus guitar. Got full 80s slash early 90s vibes. Um, I do like the like the minor guitar progressions and the weird reverse symbols, like the weird programmed symbols. Um, but I said, I think maybe you could say enough. Enough <laughs> is enough. I'd had enough with this, this song. I said, um, I'm over it. Mm. Yeah. At what point were you over? It, um, is what this, I'm curious. Just this song. I don't know at what point. I should have taken so a minute's were, count. Were you like you were like on board with the album until this song? And then you're like, screw this, I'm done. <laughs> I'm over it. I said, gosh, <laughs> it's so redundant and mm-hmm. I'm over it. Yeah. Again with the Christianese no, just like this jumbled really up. Is, well, I said this song, song sounded the most like a precursor to Hill Song. Yeah. yeah. Like it was weird and like spacey and didn't really say anything. Yeah. It was very repetitive and very and long. somehow still long. like slow and anthemic. But oh, but like yeah. yeah, kind of vapid. What a good word. Yup. TJ's got the vocab. That's down. a solid one. No, this song started, and I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> this is gonna be the one." Because for like for the most part, this album I was like, "Okay, I was finding stuff," but then it started. And I was like, "This is gonna be the one that I can't do." And before it even got to the first course, I'm like, "Yeah, this is the worst one on the." Record. Yeah, that was about so, where I was too. I, think. I and I, I and on my repeated listens, I think on like my third listen, I just I didn't even listen to it because I. <laughs> It was too much. I'm sorry, Bart. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bart's Bart's Bart still weighing in on the still. chat. I don't even. Ouch. When I called Ouch. it vapid, he said, "Love it, bro." <gasps> <laughs> and then he said, "Ouch." He likes Josh. the vocabulary word. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bart. I will say. Well, this is a maybe a credit to your producer. The the added. <laughs> Bart is really short. Wow. Bart okay. Is... Bart. <laughs> Breakfast is... Club much. Wow. Um uh on this song though, and uh, kind of a lot of the record, but I feel like on this song, the a lot of the added effects and production reminded me of like 
90s era U2, like mm-hmm. Zuropa and like some pop. So I was like, that's kind of interesting. But that's also the era of U2 I don't like. So maybe I was like, I don't, I Mercy like this even less. Mercy is right. vibing U2 because pop is not when they're good. at their worst. Well, this, this, this was, no, this was Zuropa's the start. Okay, I guess. I feel like 2001, this era was like the start of like Christian music taking. 90% of their influence from YouTube. That's very yeah. true. Like this is where yeah. yeah. So yeah, so maybe to go back to your previous question, maybe all of these bands just only YouTube. <laughs> only it, it, I mean, I would believe YouTube. it. Yeah. It checks out. Yeah. I mean, the number of times that beautiful day uh wound back through the playlist at our youth group Wednesday night service, I I can't count it. So it's like, yeah. yeah. Oh, Bart. Bart says Zuropa is their best album to date. Ooh. Hot take from Bart. All right. I don't think he's alone in that. I think a lot of people really I like, like that Zuropa. Album. It's not I my favorite. Yeah, Zuropa's got some good but stuff. Are you talking U2 to me? I cannot I say enough about U2. Okay. Let's move on to track number please eight, eight. House <laughs> of God. This episode is going to be a nightmare to edit. <laughs> Oh, I said rock and roll. Nice. This was rock so and roll, do we, man. Do this, we have a fun song on might. our hands? I said, it sounds like it. Why was this not earlier in the mm-hmm. album? That's what I'm saying. Exactly. I said that this was like the caffeine kick Yeah. to get through yeah. the rest of this album. Yeah. It reminds yeah. me of Audio Adrenaline. Yeah. Yes. This 100% would have been my favorite song when I was 11. Yeah. This is like 11-year-old me like growing up in the church like this is what rock and roll was you know what i mean like yes this is like the most like the heaviest most rocking sound i could i think love of. jesus yeah. but i'm kind of angry about it yeah it sounded <laughs> well, cool this is the song that like when you're on the worship team in the middle school band when they play this when they like this song gets on set list like oh heck yeah we're gonna rock yeah. out we'll show all those sinners out there that we can rock we can rock. Um, he referenced dancing again. Oh, we're back to it. We're back on, on the narrative. On this one. Well, he just talks about dancing a lot on this he does. record. For a record that's not dancey at all. And for it's a like, guy what, who doesn't what? seem like he dances. Right. Maybe he needed to like They did have that song later in like twenty fifteen called like Shake It or Shake or Move It or something like that. <laughs> So maybe he needed to dance his way out of hell because didn't we figure out that he? That's what happens in Dante's Inferno, right? right? That's how yes. he gets out. Yes, dance so okay. he's, he's sure. bringing this like tough guy rock music to dance to to get out. Or of Or is hell. that what happens in Pick a Destiny? Both. I can't remember. Both. He also oh, okay. learned yeah, that Pick they don't serve based breakfast on Dante's there. Inferno. So. <laughs> yeah, they didn't serve breakfast, and he was like. Got to dance it out, I'm man. A, I'm a dance. Yeah, he does. But he he references dancing like way more than you would think. Like a white dude from Oklahoma <laughs> who writes acoustic ballads would talk about dancing. You're I mean, very did he right. grow up in like in like the Footloose town and like was not allowed to dance, and so he's just like, 
I'm going to worship Jesus, and this is also my rebellion. Yes. He's <laughs> honestly it's it an tracks for him. Uh, well, that's all I have for House of God. <clears throat> yep, I didn't have much about that one either. Uh, I just, I musically I liked it, but that chorus is rough. Mm-hmm. Saying we come here for God and God alone, the House of God. I'm like, that's too many. That's a lot. Like, I was like, I said, it's theologic, theologically correct, artistically lazy. Lazy. Like, you gotta come up with something a little bit better. This song says the same like seven words oh, no. over and oh, over no. again. Bart in the chat is is uh sending some shade oh, to Josh. No. He oh, says no. you're I, I earned it. lazy. It's true. No. Oh he he apostrophized on that one. He did. So Bart <laughs> learned his lesson. Way to go, bud. You get you getting that oh, grammar man. figured out. He listened to grammar jams now. <laughs> Track nine, call to worship. I said I was pleasantly surprised that this was the vibe of a song called Call to Worship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was expecting more like ballady slow piano stuff. Um this song did feel like a demo to me. Mm. Like the mix of it um I don't remember now, but I wrote in my notes does the second half of the song have a different vibe than the first half? Because the second half is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I thought maybe this could be a repri- a reprieve, a reprise for the first song. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it feels like it changes yeah. songs, but it does feel like a demo o- overall. Like, even the mixing yeah. of it just feels, like, not fully fleshed out. I wrote it. Fi- but not what I expected. Yeah, it is. It is a bit of a curveball. I wrote it feels like something the youth worship band would have written at the end of practice because they needed one more song in their amp up the kids D now set and they didn't have anything better than this. <laughs> yep. This song, I'd never heard it before, but like the chorus just feels like it just took me like back to like VBS yes. and like youth group. Like it just has that sound if you grew up like in the nineties. It's the exact BPM like, that kids jump and land right on the beat, you know? <laughs> jump, jump. Jump, yeah. jump, 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 jump. Put your fists in the air. Put your hands. Yeah, this might have been my favorite song on the record just because it was I so like un- it. unexpected. I said that it was so abrupt. Like, it's such an abrupt change from... I know. It departure. feels so weird. Like, it feels like... Like, this whole record is a mess, <laughs> though. Like, it just <laughs> feels like... Well, what the truth is comes out on, on track like, nine. On song <laughs> nine. <laughs> like, but, like... Who determined the track list? The That's order? what I'm saying. Like, it just, Better question. Like, who who picked putting bongos in at two minutes, 30 seconds on this song? You always pick up on those bongos, TJ. I mean, they're... <laughs> oh, so it was bong- Bart's bongos, call. Bro. Oh, thanks for weighing in there, Bart. Got it. <laughs> and then, like, the, the weird robot synth did that. Was that you too, yeah. Bart? This has some... You too? Oh, I see what you did there. No. This one does have some cool guitar parts in it. Yeah, it does. It's got like that guitar solo. I would listen to it. It has like those arpeggiated parts, Mm -hmm. which haven't been anywhere else. Like I would listen to an album from this band. Yes. Like that does this song. I would be more interested. Yeah, this is my favorite. This is the one 
Like this, I think this is this a close is second one of, for me. Yeah, this is this is up there for me. I never want to miss an opportunity to talk about one of my favorite movies, um, That Thing You Do. So I literally put that this is like the intro, like this intro to this song could be The Wonders. Like yes. literally could be yes. The Wonders. Oh, that made me so happy, Faith. <laughs> me too. Thank you. Coming soon to an Enjoy the Sass episode near you, a deep dive on yes. That Thing You Do. Oh, I can't wait. Yes. Such a great movie. That's an exclusive. It is such a good movie. Kylan, this song had the only bass notes that I put. There were two parts. There's a little bass fill at 1 minute 40 seconds, and there was a cool fuzz bass at 244. Hmm. So if there's ever going to be any sweet, sweet bass, it wasn't long enough to qualify as sweet, sweet bass. (gasps) Oh, this just in from Bart. That thing you do is my favorite movie. (laughs) Besides, I can only imagine. Signed, Bart from Mercy Me. His his the movie about his life is his favorite movie. <laughs> All of Bills, y'all. That's amazing. I, hope I this, feel validated. I hope this bit translates. To I'm, I'm taking screenshots, a... so well, I mean it's okay. not going to, but it's just for us because I am slowly losing. Chat Bart is my favorite part like of this I've... episode. Chat next <laughs> to Chat Bart needs an... to just make appearances. Kylan's cover of. I can only imagine his rework. <laughs> Chat part. Yes. All right, let's move on so to good. track number 10, Fall number Down. Number 10, Fall Down. Word, oh Lord, is eternal. It stands firm. Your faithfulness continues through all the earth. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, Sunday school rock. I didn't. I didn't write any more notes. Then oh <laughs> I no. Guess, I, I, no, I didn't even write oh no. I didn't write notes. You just put the song for title. the rest of the album. I guess I gave up. <laughs> I guess I was like, I got, I got the gist. I got no. I understand. Nine songs in, we're done. Well, this was one that I also to echo what you said earlier, Faith. This is like the the Christianese like copy paste yes. uh, stuff again. I said, grab some Bible verses and accounts of Jesus at random and slap them together in any old order. Call it a song. Yes. Yes. I said, I just feel like I've heard the same phrases over yep. and over. And over and yep. over and over and over. This song is just like the epitome of the cliche. Yeah. Yeah. It's more like quantity over quality. Yeah. I feel like they just like, hey, I can only imagine is going to hit really big. Let's just like, throw out a bunch of stuff you know maybe we'll make a couple extra bucks on one of these you know like yeah what's the i wrote in this one that background vocal to the psalm 139 14 key change though so what is that because i forgot i'll hear it in a second and no Hmm. i don't know i apparently didn't listen to this song (laughs) it's pretty forgettable honestly it really is the only thing that like I was just worried it was going to be another cannot say enough when it started. I said, please don't do this to me. And then it picked up and I was like, okay, it's, at least it's not that. But then other than than that, it didn't really make an impression on me. There are a lot of songs called Fall Down. Don't just Google Fall Down lyrics thinking you're going to get mercy me because you will not. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Faith. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. It feels like uh, the Christian like worship song version of like an Oprah episode like 
and and you sick people are going to be healed and you are going to be fearfully yes. and wonderfully made and you waters are going to be calmed That's by it. some dreamy backing vocals check under your That's chairs that, and i praise you yeah yeah the backing vocals they were, were nice that's yeah that's my favorite yeah, yeah. part probably same yeah Get it, Faith. that's that's the oh, part parts too. that's the song 139 14 piece there you go we got there all right we got anything else to say about fall down no no all right let's move on to the last <gasps> song on this album we made it track 11 in you I apparently made it two songs ago, so I'm glad you guys <laughs> are catching up. was done with this album. You did an alternate track list, cut, which is a nine song. Cut, yeah. <laughs> the movie's over. Like Credits are rolling at this This point. is a credit song if I have ever heard one. It's true. I like his voice on this. It's a little is bit- this him? Is this Bart, or is this someone else? Because I was like, is this someone else? It is very different. Yeah, I don't know. He's singing very- okay. Whispery Scottish, and like yeah. emotively sultry vocals. This is Bart After Hours. Uh, I don't have I don't, anything else on this. One. I do have yeah, go, two things go, on Josh. this. Uh, the first thing, this was the only lyric note that I wrote on this record. Um, I do like the lyrics that he says, and I think in the chorus where he says, the blind frozen by colors in view. Oh, I like that line. That is nice. A lot of this record just has pretty just like, not a lot happening, like not super descriptive or like mm. artistic lyrics, which is pretty standard for worship music. But I did, I thought that was a cool, um, a cool picture that he was painting with that. Um, all right, my big point for this song that I have prepared here. Okay, so I know I said this on the last episode, which was the Sanctus Real Say It Loud, where I compared that one song to, I compared Hey Wait to Ordinary World. Yes. But this one also has ordinary world vibes, and I can <gasps> prove it. Take Ooh. us there, Josh. Because, yes, we're going to get into a little music theory here. But uh, in, in, in You, this song, um, the chord, I think it's in G. It kind of alternates a little bit where you could call it in G or C maybe. But it's in the it's in the turnaround it's in the choruses and then the turnaround kind of after the um after the chorus it's in the verses and then after the choruses in that turnaround and where that has that guitar line because that guitar line is kind of like that acoustic part in ordinary world Mm -hmm. but the chord progression goes from g from the one to a minor five in in you so goes so g d minor f to g and in ordinary world, it goes from B to the F sharp minor. So it's doing the same from the one to the right. minor five. Weird. I don't know if you if it's the true one or not, but you're making the same yeah. steps yeah. from those chords. So ordinary world has a lot of other weird stuff that it yeah, goes yeah. to as well, and it has and it has some really cool stuff in there. But that first chord change is the same thing that ordinary world does too. So I was like, I'm crazy. Either I'm crazy because it's like every song sounds like Ordinary World to me, but this one actually does. So I love that you tracked that down. 
that information and I know, made sure so great i had to know i had to know it couldn't just be like the thing where i'm just like this song sounds like ordinary world because otherwise that's just gonna be my thing from now on but it does and it made it interesting to like listen to and analyze so i thought yeah. the song was okay this was one of the better ones for me i really like the gang vocals that kick in here at like minute three the na na oh, oh we got we got yeah. we got some some more uh input from bart he says you're right josh you're a musical genius the song was originally called unordinary world <laughs> glad we could patch up our differences oh ain't that sweet oh, chat bart Aww. chat bart being friendly oh way to bring bart. it all together me bart. Too, bart we can be buds now <laughs> let's grab the non-alcoholic beer <laughs> bart, bart i guess he's gone <laughs> Thanks and for, as, thanks and for as mysteriously wow. as he came, it's been, a, it's been came, a pleasure. He vanished. <laughs> he went. Wow. <laughs> Kylan, you've been kind of quiet lately. Well, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't write anything about this song, and I was. I was fascinated by by Josh. Me too. His, I uh, thought you were gonna like gasp, be like, oh, "It's the same chord change," but yeah, no, no I, I was just listening. I was, I was like, oh, okay. I forgot that I was recording a podcast and not just like listening to a podcast. <laughs> like, oh, cool. Josh's Success. music theory corner. Yes, we duped the the host of his own show. <laughs> Anyone else? I just wanted to say, in the last twenty seconds of the song, and drops down into the piano and strings. It's a really, really beautiful moment. Um. And I was just left wondering if the whole album should have just been instrumental, piano, and strings. I really like the strings that. on this album. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad you do, TJ. I'm glad they whoever got put you those in the there like saved this listen for me. And I looked, and they are they are real strings too. Oh, when really? I, looked, I was like, are these synth strings? But yeah, they on the album liner notes they yeah, are credited cool. as having. Real players, violin and viola and yeah, probably cello. Quartet, I Heck yeah, and violin too. Is it like a chamber or is it like a orchestra? I Man, know. I don't know. I'm off the rails. Get back on them rails, Kylan. Bring it, bring, bring it home, Kylan. All right, bring it, guys. Home. We did it. We did it. We, did it. we finished. We listened and to this whole it. album and had wow. notes and. 45% of them made sense. Yeah. I can only imagine and how the listeners I, feel at this point. I'm sure they cannot say enough about <laughs> this whole thing. So, guys, it comes down to this. Our final prediction. Well, you know, before we get to our final predictions, um, I want to say thank you, Faith, for coming on our yes. podcast. And bringing us this album i feel like i you know i i i feel like we in our own ways all sort of had to i don't know stretch this felt like a yes this felt like an album that was like relatively easy to shit on Mm -hmm. and i think that would have made for a really boring episode and so i I think I think this did, um, yeah, like stretch us and make us sort of like step outside of our, our, our comfort zones, like where we are, like with this podcast and how we actually like listen to records and, and how how we 
do this yeah. whole thing. I think we and, like a challenge. Um, I think we want to rise to the occasion for every And I hope album that we did there. and don't just sound like a bunch of babbling lunatics. <laughs> Who knows? And even if you do. <laughs> you know Is that really a problem? <laughs> that's true. People will get to know us really sooner or later. So I'd much rather it be sooner. True. <laughs> there you go. Um yeah, but thanks so much. Yeah, thanks honestly, thanks for having me. I yeah, I really did not know what to expect from this album and I think it stretched me to listen to music in a different way and especially music that I like held in such high regard when I was younger. Right. Um, well, that's you know. that's the whole idea behind the show of yeah. like of listening to this music you listen to without really giving a second thought like when right. you were a kid like right. as an adult like how do I feel about it now so that leads me to you know going back to our predictions do we think this album almost there by mercy me was a flop or a bop mm. so I'm gonna start with TJ thank goodness <laughs> wait faith why do you say that I'm why on do you the say edge thank of my goodness? seat because I just I don't want to be oh, first. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm I thought you intrigued. were just like I can't wait to hear your good, thoughts. Get the get the cynic out of the way. No, 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 no. I know. Uh, so apparent like like Mercy Me is to TJ what all Christmas music is to me. <laughs> ah, I I do I do feel just like going to a reptilian state, huh? Yes. I'm I do feel like we broke you a little bit, TJ. I mm. And so I was, I'd like to hear from you a little more like yeah. in depth, if that's okay. If, sure. if you want to. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. That That's a correct observation. You didn't break me a little bit. <laughs> um, and I do feel like your, uh, your rework of, I can only imagine, uh, repaired me. And, uh, you know, uh, we had some good fun with Bart in the chat. Oh my God, guys, Bart's back. He's back in the chat. He says, hey, I'm back. I love you, TJ. You rock, dude. Signed, Bart from Mercy Me. Thanks, Bart. Right back at you, bud. <laughs> love you, too. Wow. Um, I, awesome. I love you, too, the band. Um, also, I love Bart. Uh, I, I do love Bart. However, track two, Here Am I, that Josh and I couldn't get the name right on. Not Here yet. I Am. Um, here am I. That was when I, that was when I broke. I think not, not, not the, not this podcast recording, but <laughs> listening in. to this record, I split into like a million pieces um, because the the tagline. I have noticed a different vibe from you since you listened to this record. <laughs> yeah, I'm completely flipped upside down. Like, I'm I'm inside out. I'm JT basically. I'm not, I'm no longer TJ. Um, I'm a different person. Ooh. So, which means that we can all be friends. It doesn't have to be merely a professional relationship anymore, you guys. Maybe Perfect. we'll see. Look at us. We'll see. I don't know this JT guy. Well, you is this multiverse? This, this, this bring him back to yeah. the multiverse. I'm this from, is alternate I'm from multiverse 24-B. <laughs> so, it's a pretty okay. cool place. Um So, here am I the tagline is, what a shame, what a shame. He's talking about how, oh, man, these people that never hear the name of Jesus are 
are never going to never going to get to see heaven and never going to get to be with God. And that is so lazy. You want to talk about lazy? Mm-hmm. That bummed me out. <laughs> I did not like that. Yeah. And even if he's writing to himself, the following refrain, unashamed, unashamed, doesn't really do it for me. It doesn't really bring anything back. It doesn't kind of redeem things enough because he's leaving those people on the other ocean shore. Why are you unashamed if there are all these people on the other ocean shore that are just never going to get to imagine what heaven will be like. Right. So then he spends the rest of the album talking about how amazing heaven is and how great God is. And I'm just like, but dude, you left all these suckers in track two. What the heck? Make it make sense. Be consistent. So lyrically, I had a really, really hard time engaging with this album after track two. And that's what I meant when I said earlier, part of my brain just like shut off. I just couldn't engage with it. Um, now that's that's just a personal take from JT Multiverse 24-B. So don't talk to TJ about that. But also TJ, no, I want to talk to TJ well, about it. You know, we'll see if the multiverse connection remains and it, you know if that conversation okay. can, yeah. TJ it, come back. You can blame it all on I Bart. would blame it on Bart. But um, but that's just JT's hot take. So JT's going to give this album a big old flopperoony. And that's 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 JT. So Okay, but what about TJ? What does TJ think? Oh, he's in the, he's in Multiverse 24-B right now. So <laughs> okay. you'll have to <laughs> He's off in sitting Reptile under a heat lamp. <laughs> he's unavailable. Yeah, at you'll the have moment. to go find him. <laughs> Yeah, that you know that that's a really valid point, and and it kind of goes back to what I was saying before of like feeling like a precursor to the whole Hillsong thing, the sort of and and you you use the word vapid. Um, there's a lot of emptiness in this record. For all the other records that that we've covered thus far. I feel like there there is at least a couple moments throughout the record that I could hook into. Your point is completely valid and 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 I agree. I think I had to I had to be a little bit silly about it because I I've enjoyed okay, the, <laughs> to me this this record is like it's kind of similar to me to like the movie Anchorman. I don't know if you've watched wow. Anchorman. I don't know if you've hmm. watched Anchorman I recently. Can't wait for this. But that's one of those movies that still to this day, being just like a dude in my 30s, that's like such a cultural touchstone that it's funnier to reference Anchorman than to actually watch Anchorman. 100%. I tried to rewatch it like a few years ago and could not stand it, could not get through that movie. But still, if I say like milk was a bad decision, I'm in a glass case of emotion 60% 60% of the time it works every time. I love lamp is still super funny yes. to me. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to say this was a flop, but I'm glad we had the opportunity to listen to it and the conversations that came out of it. My my biggest gratitude goes to Faith for again challenging us with this record and engaging with us in the context of analyzing this record. So that has been a delight and I I appreciate, Kylan, that you are uh, uh, unashamed to give this one a flop. I, that, I, I feel some solidarity there, so thank you. Of course. Okay, so I actually want to know what Faith thinks. Oh, me next? Yes, you next. Oh, boy. Okay, guys. This. Ugh. 
Wow. Um, I will first say thank you to all of you for allowing me to come on your podcast, for letting me push the envelope just yes. a little bit with the the truly CCM Heck moment yeah. that is yeah. Mercy Me. Um, I really hope that you can get Jerome on to talk about, I don't, gosh, I don't know, probably third day would be the, the optimal Let's thing go. to discuss Ooh, with him. Okay. But, you know, that could you honestly could just talk about CCM as a whole with Jerome and have a great time. So I'm excited for that opportunity um, to come from this podcast. Um, And also just the journey that listening to this album again as a 29 year old versus a nine, 10 year old was for me. Um, So that in and of itself, like the two of you have already said is a true experience and a delight and something I will cherish. So Thank you to all of you for that. Um, now, without much further ado, um, it gives me great sadness <laughs> to say <laughs> that um, I'm going to have to say that this album is a flop. All right. Um, I know we're surprised. <laughs> we're surprised. Not at all. I knew the minute, the minute that I felt personally compelled to bring up cashews <laughs> is usually the moment that I know. Going sideways. You know that things are taking <laughs> a, a turn. But you know what? That's totally cool. It's that sure totally cool. Yeah. I, yeah, I think, you know, we all learned a few things from this. Um, and I think that music has come a long way since this album. Um, I think it allowed... It like Jerome said, I'll echo that. It was in the moment that it came out. It was a cultural necessity. I just feel like nowadays in 2022, there is more dynamic music out there. There is true worship music. There is also just true music that talk, talks about Jesus, and that yeah. is great. And it it yeah. all fits a space. Yeah. I can't say I'll go back and listen to any of this music again. Um, for the sheer nostalgia and just to shed a little bit of a, a bop moment, I have to say, despite having listened to, I can only imagine probably a billion <laughs> times in my life, I still, like I said, in the beginning of this whole experience that it still like tugged at my heartstrings mm. And brought me back to the place that I was when I first heard it. And all of those times that my dad was the guy on the guitar playing that in our church, you know. And so for that reason alone, I still have to give, I can only imagine, a bop. Just just one for the album. Just Um, for, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I will say, while it does pain me to say that this is a flop of an album, it is an honor to be your first CCM album that is a true ccm album yeah dude and, okay we you know we honestly went through... for it to be a flop so yeah it's cool too yeah dude we we went through this exact same thing with jesus freak like yes, we I were remember. so prepared for that album to just rip and then yeah. it just didn't we we're like what <laughs> is going on yeah like so we've been there and yes. i appreciate and... that you found like a silver lining there that you felt like you could share we at Church Jams now yeah. are here for those moments. So thank you for bringing that. Absolutely. Thanks for letting oh, me. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. Okay, so now 
We leave it up to our beautiful producer, Josh. Josh, Josh you got to land this plane. Beautiful you got to bring us home. Land this CCM plane back to Edmond, Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. And watch Josh just be like, the- this is the best album we've covered. <laughs> it's just good. I like not total plot twist. to this. <laughs> and His kids are I'm already singing. They're all Mercy Me's <laughs> discography at this point. So I was not very excited about <laughs> this record. Yeah. But after we did our first episode, uh, the first, the part A, I really enjoyed that. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to try to like approach this record, like looking for the positives in it, trying to get into it, trying to give it all the credit I can yes. give yeah. it. Um, and so that's why I like still like noted things that I didn't like. Um, and there were just some things like I just could not like the songs I didn't like. I worship you and cannot <laughs> say enough. And, but I was like, there were some songs and some moments like, Kylan and like you said, TJ, like there are moments on this record where you're like, if it was more of this, yeah, I could get into yeah. that. And that happened on like five songs. And normally my gauge on music on albums is like, if there's five songs I like, I consider it a good record hmm. just in like in general. Yeah. So there were about five that I like, there was enough for me to be like, okay, that's enough for me to get through this record for a second or a third listen. Cause I was just planning on doing two, but I was like, sure. I'll do a third yeah. one again just to see it yielded better results than i expected to going into it but i was also trying to really find um the positives in it so my takeaways are and i'm glad i got to go last because i was gonna i didn't want to leave you hanging faith if you were the only bop here (laughs) so i'm glad i don't have to um personally it's just not the kind of music that i'm into i even back in the day i was in i wasn't into like I like the weirder stuff like Newsboys and DC Talk and like but just like the straight CCM stuff I was never into. So I it's just not the kind of music that appeals to me. Like it makes me harken back to like it I was like, wow, this feels like youth group that I was at mm-hmm. back in the day. <laughs> um, but it wasn't anything that like meant a lot to me musically that I really enjoyed. So it's like not anything that I would personally revisit and like enjoy in 2022 yeah. now if you are the person that con- that is into that music i don't see anything on this record that didn't age that aged terribly well or just was like wow this song like all these songs are just ridiculously too long like a jesus right. freak situation right so for the people that are into like the ccm and like the k love sound whether they were into this record back in the day or they didn't know about it I feel like they could get into it. I think it still holds up on that front if you're into that music. Mm-hmm. So for those people, I think it could be a bop. But personally, it's just not what I'm into. And so I tried to give it a lot of credit, but I, for me, I'm not going to revisit it. So yeah. it's, a it's a flop. We got flops, flops across the board. We got four Full flops. Flop. Full flop. Oh, man. You need like a sound for that. I know. This hasn't happened in a while. Or like like a belly yeah yeah I'll, I'll i'll add one in Perfect. post or i'll i'll ask bart if he has <laughs> any ideas yeah we've definitely never had four flops no wow have you've had three like um, the three of you have the three of you all flopped i don't think on an so album? no wow. i don't think so we all bopped take me to your leader tj kylan and i bopped until it shakes apart tj Stained from the vote. Um, <laughs> wow, I did, huh? TJ was the sole flop on cities. Yeah, you have to revisit that. It's been a year now. Oh, yeah. Okay, we got to do that for, for a Patreon, Patreon episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then I think I did, kind of did you bop say it loud or did you flop it? I I weirdly bopped say it loud. Okay, it I did. was the sole flop on say it loud. So yeah. so we've not had. Wow. Look at the milestones. This is crazy. With this I know. We you, all, Faith, we all you have made Church Jams now history. It's yes. because of you. Well, Welcome yeah. to the family. <laughs> Thank you so much. Everyone will know you as the four flop episode, Faith. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You'll go down in history. If there's one thing I would like to be known for. I mean, hey, that makes it. you kind of the maverick. You're like the bad boy, you know, so. yeah, I like it. There's not many things in my life you could say that you know about yeah. so that's this very is, true this is a cool one so faith um tell us I, I know we did it at the very beginning of the episode but like let's plug some stuff like what do you got sure. going on yeah. well you all know i have a podcast um it's called enjoy yeah. the sass um maybe some of that came through on this hopefully so um you can find it everywhere you listen to podcasts just like you can find church now you can find yeah. me on instagram at enjoy the sass we're super you know super specific around here um and then my goal i keep saying it my goal in 2022 is to like beef up my website a little bit more um and do some more like i don't know content over there maybe people keep trying to convince me to do a youtube situation so we'll see if that youtube is really intimidating i feel like i feel like if you're if you're over 25 youtube is incredibly intimidating (laughs) thank you i'm like i grew up watching people on youtube until like the idea of like even being one feels very weird to me so it's still like hyper terrifying to me so we'll see about that but on my website you can also find merch it's pretty great it's pretty soft i have several things maybe you can find my merch um maybe you can rock my merch can't wait for church jams now merch is that in the it's coming it's coming it's coming (gasps) look at me i we we haven't even we haven't necessarily talked about it as a group yeah i don't even know about it but we got some stuff coming so i have a question if you were to come back what and and we're not gonna hold you to this uh, but i'm putting (laughs) you on the spot right now good but like right off the top of your head if you had to come back like next week what is another album you would want to cover? Oh man, um, well we just talked about Zoe Girl for like two seconds, and I feel oh, like yeah. I for sure have that CD like maybe within arm's reach of wow. me. Um, two of them, two of them. Um, so it'd either be that just to like really mix up y'all's algorithm like a lot okay. with that. Okay. I would love, or you haven't really gotten into like the the Christian rap. Segment? We haven't yet. We haven't yet. I'm, I'm excited for so, it. I'm ready for it. Yeah. So it'd probably be church clothes. Lecrae would be okay. Would be the other one. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Yeah. That's good to know. Solid picks. Yeah. Yeah. Also, would you ever consider coming back and doing a live commentary on the I Can Only Imagine movie? A hundred percent. Yes. A hundred percent. That sounds fantastic i'm i'm continuing my campaign to absolutely destroy tj mentally (laughs) he's just slowly just i'll be fine guys i'll be fine uh you'll make it all right dennis quaid's in it so fine that's all we got guys thank you so much for tuning in to church jams now please uh review us on itunes like leave us a rating and review us that totally helps out with people listening to us and discovering us and if you like this 
we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash churchjamsnowpodcast. So that's all we got. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you next time for Church Jams Now. I can only imagine how good the next episode of Church Jams Now is going to be.